The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Many of you are experiencing changes in your body. You may have sweaty palms or rapid breathing. Some of you are experiencing a tingling sensation. This is due to something we call anticipation. You are fit to pay this way because the show is about to begin. To prepare for this exciting new phase of your day, we recommend taking the following steps. Prepare to listen, smile, and laugh. You may experience an inexplicable desire to do something with your hands. We recommend slapping them together in a rhythmic fashion, an activity called applause. Well, that's it. You should be ready to begin your exciting journey into audiencehood. Just remember, it's perfectly natural to be nervous, but with a little preparation, you'll soon be audiencing like a pro. And now, let's welcome the Bruno Crew, Luigi Curto, Miss Robin, and we on we're live homie we are going to do it live as someone once said who has been run off the air on network cable news television we're going to do it live baby always we'll do it live okay no. we'll do it live i'll yeah. write it do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live and thing sucks and greatest rants ever right there it is it's always better live well, well, sometimes. Depending on what you're into. Exactly. If you're into necrophilia, it's better dead. But that's a different issue for a different show, not tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, welcome. It is the Tony Bruno Show live podcast a week before Thanksgiving already. How did that happen? Where has 2017 gone? I want it back. Other than, no, I don't. I want it to be gone. Yeah, I know you yeah. want it to be gone. Except straight to hell. That's why we're here, to prevent you from plunging further into the depths of Satanism. That is available elsewhere, but not on this show. Every once in a while, we may do some satanic-type rituals, but those are for pleasure. Pleasure only. <laughs> this is your only non-GMO, locally sourced, free-range podcast available tonight. Gluten-free as well. And gluten-free, yes, of course. of course. Now, GMO is the big thing now, because now everything has GMO on it. No GMOs. Like even water now. Water, no GMO. Uh, water, last time I checked, doesn't have much in it. I know it doesn't, except uh, a plastic bottle that costs more than the actual contents. It's the only product. Ingredients. 
Water. <laughs> that's oh, no, you, you, uh, usually water does have like some kind of like no. Uh, minerals. No. Yes. No. That's like no. pot. That's when you have like sparkling water. Then they'll say there's minerals in there. Or no, say all water, unless it's distilled, has something in it. That's how come it has taste. Distilled water has no taste. Correct. They just boil it another time. But He's checking up on me. But remember one thing, and I've said <laughs> this a million years. This, is, this literally says water. So, sources. Frontier Springs. Located in Banger, PA. Banger, PA? Banger. Which water is that? This is the uh, Deer, Deer Park, Park, man. Yeah, Deer Park's in Banger, Pe- I thought it was Banger, Maine. Banger? Banger? Well, I can't do it anymore yeah. because I'd get charged <laughs> with sexual harassment. And then be... Th- oh, see, one thing, I will never be thrown off my own podcast. Well... But this is an island unto itself. I'm like the... I'm like the president of Zimbabwe. You're like the czar. You would have to basement. remove me with a military junta. To get me out of <laughs> military here. Military junta. Exactly right. I thought you were going to talk like a coup or something well, like that. Well, military junta is a yeah, coup. Yeah, but junta, that's, that's, that's next level. That's old school. That's where people understand what military coups really were before they were cool. Military juntas, so to speak. But meanwhile, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin is here wearing her Amsterdam U sweatshirt. That's Luigi right, wearing baby. just going basic gray tonight. Yeah, man, I'm coming And up. I'm wearing this to... I'm not going hunting with Carson Wentz on the officer week. That was last week. I know. You know, you should be working on 76 with a paving crew. I should. I will be paving uh, westbound on the Schuylkill after the show tonight, so be careful and be, re- be ready to sit in a bumper-to-bumper jam at midnight just when you thought it was safe to go on the highway again, Never again. and get home in a hurry. Tony, you're going to be so upset. What's in that water? Do you know what Deer Park is now part of? Which company bought them out? Nestle. Nestle bought, yeah, because they have Nestle Pure Life, which is just tap water. So Deer Park was bought out by Nestle. Yep. And of course, the other waters, which are basically tap water. Poland Spring. No, no, Poland Spring spring water, and that's what Deer Park is too. Po- but the the uh, Dasani and Dasani's tap water. Dasani is by Coca Cola. Okay. And then what's the other one? Aquafina, right. Aquafina is Pepsi. One or the other. Yeah. Pepsi owns one, and Coke owns the other. And it's pretty much just tap water now. And that's just purified tap water. And I was correct, once again, because as you know, Miss Robin is always right. Not always. Yes, pretty much. Um, the, their, the 2016 water analysis report for Deer Park is on their website, and it has um, beryllium, chromium, fluoride, mercury, nickel, nitrates, selenium, and all those other What about stuff. silver? I heard that the price is going up on silver. It's never been it a does. better time to it buy than right does, now. It has point oh one. What's the actual... Um, so the actual silver is worth more than the water in there. So it doesn't. It has copper, <laughs> calcium. So I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole. So, so. <laughs> so if Get you want. Turn the machines back on. That's how come water tastes different. And some people have a preference. Like you, your favorite is it's panna. Aquapana, not panna. Aquapana. Panna. Panna. I did. Wait a minute, it's early, I, but it's not too early for I this. Am, I Americanized Come it. Come on, Tony. I'll do it. I'll give you one in the meantime. Panna. Where are you from? Panama. I Americanized it for all y'all. Out Nobody there. says panna. Panna. Pa- well, you know me. I usually say it the, the correct way, and then people are like, "What are you talking about?" There is no crisper water on the planet than aquapana. No, it's just cold and wet. It's cold and, and it's, it's it. crisp. It's it's the cleanest water. Fiji's on Earth. good. Fiji's not bad. Yeah, Fiji's good. But you know what? The one has salt in it that I don't like. That I don't drink anymore. The Which French one. Perrier. Perrier. Not yeah. the not the not the fizzy Perrier. No, there's a Perrier that's flat. 
What's the no Evian? Oh, Evian, yeah. Evian tastes like salt in it. It has sodium in it. Evian is French water too. I like Avion, which is tequila, which is tequila, which has a lot of water, but the other stuff is better that goes in there. In the meantime, enough about water. As I mentioned, water is the only product that you will buy anywhere on Earth where the package costs more than the ingredients. Just think about that for a second, all you environmentally conscious listeners to the Tony Bruno Show podcast. Do you realize that? James that Dolan says, I feel like I should get a college degree for listening to this you show. You should. You'll get a PhD. Yeah, you You'll will. get an a, a MOD. <laughs> You'll get a uh, whatever you want. Wait a minute. My, my thing's up, so I'm hearing it in uh, pause. I got to lower that. There we go. James, you should get a college. You will. In fact, at the end of the year, everybody who listens to the podcast will be graded. Because we know who you are. <laughs> Jack O'Donnell's going to get a good grade this year, I think. He's in the back room where everything is discombobulated because we installed our new stove. Finally, ladies and gentlemen, let's give ourselves a roaring round of applause, Luigi. We have what do you think the of the new stove? Century. I ripped out my 1950s oven, which had a pilot light still. Solid stove, dude. Which one? So, the, the, one, new one yeah. the new one's beautiful. The old one. And then I had a Roper cooktop. Roper... <laughs> I ripped that sucker out and then had to rerun gas lines, did all our work, Rob and I tearing the house apart, tore Again. out a closet. Again. But now we have a state-of-the-art LG black stainless steel uh, with the blue, the blue oven inside. Did you see that color blue in there? Self-cleaning it's oven. Pretty. Easy clean, it's called. You know, it is amazing, this modern technology where you can like just turn the knob. And it ignites and by itself. And the stove comes on all by itself. <laughs> it's awesome. Five burners. Five burners. Five. How many burners are normal? Four. This got a five. It's got a fifth burner in the middle. Cinco. Cinco burners. <laughs> it's like it, the stove version of where the, the speakers go all the way up to 11. Yes. Nice. Now, again, this is not a high-end... You know, modern day stoves are like eight, seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars, a thousand. You know, it's not like in my old house where my ex-wife lives. I put a five thousand dollar thermidor in there years ago, commercial oven, where I had to install a commercial hood with a twelve inch duct. Damn, which, which son! Sounds, it sounds like a jet plane when you turn that thing on, because the BTUs that throws off. Our stove, the LG, is very nice, but you know, it's a nice stove. It's not like, oh my God, it's the greatest stove ever. But when you had the stove that we had, it's the greatest stove ever. We want to thank Best Buy, too. They didn't give it to us. They sold it to us, and we're thankful. Justin Wells, do you have an app for your stove, Tony? No, but there is an app for the refrigerator. Yes, there is, which I don't use. Anybody who has to you knock on the refrigerator. The you, know, you know, you've seen the new ones where you tap on the glass and it opens. It tells you you can see inside. How about opening the door? You can see where the milk and all the half and half is. Now you tap on that thing. That's another $1,000 part if it goes bad. And if it goes bad, people won't be able to tell what's in the refrigerator because they can't tap it and the glass doesn't light up inside. We have a thing. It's called a door. There's a double door. The, the smaller door opens up, and then you see that first shelf where the juice right. and the whipped cream and milk and orange juice is in there. But now you've got to tap on the thing. You know the other? You remember, you remember the one thing that they did in refrigerators that like went out in like two years faster than the hoverboards? That was the, t that was the ones with the TV in them. Remember the refrigerators yes. that had the TV monitor in the door? Right. 
Who the hell's watching TV in their kitchen on a stove? Well, somebody, you know, they're thinking about... Multitasking you know, sons of bitches. The, That's who's the, doing it. The pregnant and barefoot housewife that is slaving away... No, they're away. sitting in the living room eating bonbons <laughs> watching it. They're not standing up in the kitchen. The slaving If you're pregnant, away. you're not standing in the kitchen watching your TV set. Oh, you're you watching know, your refrigerator. You better be barefoot, though. Uh, you yeah. better be barefoot and pregnant and in the kitchen and slaving away on a hot stove... And now you can catch your soaps while you're doing that. Exactly. You know, that's the whole Soap's idea. still on. There's only like three of them still on. We still have telephones in the kitchen. You can call this program on a telephone. It's 717-363-TELEPHONE. Oh, wow, Louise, 717-363-8669. Phone lines are lighting up already, but plenty of room for everyone to get in. And the great Jack O'Donnell is in the back room answering, manning the phones, as we used to say. Or I guess we can't say manning because that's not... Uh, personing the phones. He's personing the phones. Just call Jack and say... That's the fact, Jack! Jack. 717-363-TONY. A lot of stuff to talk about. We, but we'll have Tony's famous turkey tips. We do. I have all your, all your tips. And these are valuable because, you know, a week from now, we already got our frozen turkey from Acme because Acme had the greatest deal ever this year. Some supermarkets, you have to like amass $400 in groceries in a month, and then they give you a free turkey. Acme had the one thing that was awesome. Spend $100 in one order. And you get a free turkey up to 22 pounds. So, of course, I got the, 20, the biggest turkey they had in that sucker. Yeah, we went through, like, the entire bin. Robin was throwing turkeys around. It was like WKRP in Cincinnati. It was raining frozen turkeys That's in foul. Acme. That's foul. We finally found the biggest sucker in that box. Yep. And then we said, what's in the box? The big turkey is in the box. And That's now it's correct. in my box getting ready for next week for Gobble, Thanksgiving. mother... Gobble. And for Damn your right. listening pleasure... We will have the famous Tony's turkey tips. Yes, we will. And we'll we'll not play all of them. We tonight. haven't had we haven't updated these because they're evergreen, as we like to call them, yes. in the radio business. And they, they don't so change. Good. All the Although things that I've told you about. To do, like, a new we'll do one. an upgraded version but once I get an upgrade. Upgrade. Yes. I'm wearing this orange shirt tonight for people wondering to commemorate the Philadelphia Flyers having been shut out five times in their first 18 games, which is a franchise record. In the history of this organization, Luigi, the Flyers have never, ever, ever, even in their first expansion season in existence in 1968, where they shut out five times in their first 18 games. That is a national outrage. They stink. They stink stink on on ice, ice, Tony. Which is hard to do, even this time of the year. See, I try to give them a chance. I try to give them a chance. Buy into the Flyers hockey. I watch the games. You know, they're one and four in their last five home games. That's not good. That's not good. That's not an OBN. Meanwhile, the Sixers are playing great. They playing get Bob well. Covington. Can we call him Bob instead of Robert? Bobby C, baby. Bobby C, baby. Covington's playing way, real well. Man. He is, and he got himself a new contract. And you know where they got him in the draft lottery? You know where they got for tanking for him? Second round. No, they didn't. What? He was a free agent. Well, yeah, it was free agent. Out so of they, out of he was not part of the tank. Proving that you can go out there and get other people's players and not have to worry about losing seventy games a year to get a good guy. What did they? What was the final on his on his uh, on his contract? You have the numbers. I, didn't, I don't care okay. about the numbers. Sit Just here. Curious, whatever. Let the guys who are sitting in their basements with calculators figure that out and wonder whether he's getting overpaid or not. I don't give a crap. What They're all getting overpaid. Get I know who's not getting overpaid. Me. Damn right, Tony. I know who is getting overpaid. Everybody else. And you know who you are. Out there. Yes. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Meanwhile. Can I say? Ooh, ooh, can I say? No. no. I won't say. It's an outrage is what it is. It is. Not We've got, the hits it's just pathetic. keep on coming. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Now, my, my man, 
Steve Danzi's in chi- chiming in tonight in the house. Okay, the Crown Royal's in heavy rotation. Right? Crown Royal Steve in the house. He's got to come down here. We got to do. We got to do a Crown Royal podcast. Ooh, We've yes, done the, the Hennessy podcast. We still have Hennessy on hand. If you want to upgrade from Crown, now Crown Royal and Hennessy are completely different. Yes, but I do. Prefer, are you a Crown Royal guy? Luigi? I prefer the Crown Royal bottles and the Crown Royal little velvet bags. Well, who doesn't like the velvet bag? And you know what? I believe, isn't it Crown Royal? <laughs> I always wrap my bag in velvet. What are you talking about? <laughs> and the velvet uh, fog. Remember him? Crown you know Royal? what the velvet fog is, Robin? Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's your birthday coming up here pretty soon. Or did we, or did we just pass? It's no, mine. Crown Royal. Oh, no, Steve, I, I don't know if we missed it. It's usually, yeah, it's around November. So yeah. Luigi's is coming up next yeah. week. Two weeks from now, 30th. November 30th. We used to go to Crown Royal's parties up I there know. in North Philly. Then he stopped inviting us. No, I think he invited us again, but we just haven't been able to go. It's an outrage. I could take SEPTA for free and get off up there, Broad in Columbia. <laughs> I don't know. If you know, there is no more Broad in Columbia. You know. No. You know what it is? What is it? Cecil B. Moore. That used to oh, be. Uh, that was, was that Columbia. Colum- was that Columbia Avenue? Cecil. They changed I don't know. it to I Cecil remember. B. Moore. I think it was. That's good North Philadelphia Broad Street knowledge right there. That's why I say the show is locally sourced. You won't see me moving to New York, unbeknownst to others, and taking a job without anybody knowing about it. Anyway, we got a lot of football chatter tonight, Luigi. Miss Robbins got a Florida update. A very good one and an appropriately timed one again. Exactly. Well, they're all appropriate. Or Is there anything inappropriate in Florida? No. Other than the election? Well, that's Alabama. You know, you know what that's was inappropriate? Alabama. The last half hour of the show last week mm-hmm. was completely off the rails and inappropriate. It was? Yeah. Who said People so? Were, well, I mean, it was, it was even more... Um, unusual than normal for us. Well, it was because of Luigi. Yeah, totally. Why? Luigi. What did I do? <laughs> Who said something? I don't you remember did. what we were talking no, about. No, no, but now. what did they say? You were talking about. I uh, said that I. Ma- oh, okay. So, all right, all right. No, no, no. Stop. So, because Gabe Kapler comes out and says he likes to use coconut oil to wax his freaking oh, carrot, that's right. it right, a... it's totally fine. But I sit there and say I jerk off, you know, the way God intended, raw and natural. It's but, a freaking problem. But it was because of you. One of us is coaching the Phillies, the other one's not. Fuck him. I got abs too. I don't care. I'm just saying. You don't have abs like him, though, you, man. Hey, I'm all right, we though. went downhill from there. Because or of me? uphill, depending on. Because of me. You... Blame, yes. it on, blame it on me. Totally. By the way, you know who also is joining us tonight? Well, Donna Mar- Maradelli, of course, our local. She's. Uh, Andrea's sister. Oh, you know, yes, yes. The great yes. Andrea, who mm-hmm. just had a, has a, a new grandmom again. Yeah, I can't Had a grandchild mm-hmm. recently. And uh, let's see. And you know who else is? Ch- Ch- Carl Kestner. Do you know who Carl Kestner is, Robin? Yes. He's the one that. Wait a minute. Let me get the bottle right here. Is it still back there? I think it is. He's from Louisville. 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 He is in the advertising business, and he, back in the day of. Uh, uh, into the night, created a special wine bottle label just for you. Pay atten- no attention to the man behind the curtain. Who happens to be me? Hang on. <laughs> That's that was pretty good, Tony. I, I was wondering if you so were going to get yourself Carl, all tied up. This is what Carl Kessner came up with the week: the Red Wine Friday Twenty. What does it say there? Twenty what? Oh, four twenty-five. Robin's laughing because I farted. I can't see the date on there. Give me it. I'll say it. There's not enough light. I'm on me. I wasn't going to say anything. That's all right. You were still laughing. Give it to me. Carl from Louisville. See, I remember all of our great listeners. Carl made this special bottle of wine. I think he just slapped a label on it already, a bottle that was already in existence. That's fine. But the silhouette is beautiful. And he has my silhouette with the red wine glass in there. Can you see that, baby? Mm -hmm. Is that nice? And we kept it. And we kept the empty bottle. I don't keep many empty bottles. Nope. 
I could have recycled this and got a nickel. Could have. You could have got a nickel. Could have used one of the corks for the uh, the, the the bar top. And there it is, the Red Wine Friday from Carl in Louisville down there in Kentucky. Now, Tony, we already have lines lit up tonight because... More lit up than Luigi? Yes. Uh, I'm down, bro. We, we are so excited because Jack has now taken over the job of call screening. Yep. Instead of just sitting down here doing nothing. <laughs> he still drinks his six, yeah. seven bottles of wild no, well, beer back there. Hey, hey, go down. No, he did five. It was okay, five. It was I counted. Eight. It was five. But, when I uh, looked at the recycle, you know how I knew it was five because recycling comes on Wednesday mornings. So Wednesday night, it's still empty, and I looked in there, and there were five bottles in there. That's five crazy. bottles of uh, what did he have? The blue moon. Yeah, blue, moon. blue moon, baby. So I didn't give him orange tonight, though. I didn't slice up the orange for him. No. So anyway, is that a lot? Five bottles of beer in two hours? Yes. Yes, oh, if you're just sitting there just slamming beers down, yeah. It's, and he's it's, even answering phones and doing that. I know. It shows you how yeah, difficult it is. He's answering a phone, but no one's calling. No, they, <laughs> that's no, a problem. That's, that's it. No, we have tons of calls. I yes. I could joke. The reason why By the way, you know what else he brought tonight to commemorate tonight's show? You know what today is, and I didn't even realize it. Bun cake, yo. No, National Bunt Day. Oh, bunt. I like big bunts, and I cannot lie. You got to lay it down every once in a while, Tony. And smack him, yak him. Cole got to be. What's a bunt, Rob? Now, Robin is, uh, knows German and Dutch, very similar languages. You know what they say. Yeah. See a brawl to get that booty mm-hmm. yackle? <laughs> Lay her down and smack him yackle. Cole got to be. It's about damn time. Damn right it is. Thank you, LeBron, for chiming in. He chimes in on everything now. You ever notice? Yeah. yeah he's on a subway. Did you see that video he put out with him on a subway? Yeah. The king trying, of New York. Yeah. And, but he's the king of New York, right? But he's standing next to some guy and he messes with him a little bit. And the guy turns around, goes like this, and all of a sudden, like, you know, two people stand in front of him going, hey, you know, don't get too close to LeBron. LeBron's over there. Like, yo, you're on the subway, chief. You're on my subway, You're on the subway. How about you stop right. acting like a little punk? And these people are trying to go to work. And you're These are strap games. hangers. You're a strapper, so I'm LeBron. Saying, he's got seven people surrounding him. Like he's like he, the Pope. Like he's tough. You're on a subway. Do you think these people care about you right now, LeBron? No, they got places hell to go. No. People, what, They'll push you right the hell out the door exactly like anybody right. else in New York. You want to ride the subway like anybody else? They're going to treat you like anybody else. Damn right. He doesn't do that in the Cleveland subway. You know why? They ain't got one. Well, yeah. Let's go to the phones. You ain't got to go underground to be underground in Well, let's go to somebody. I don't think we've heard from him <laughs> in Earl, right? a very, very, very long time. What do we have? We have Big Earl. Big Earl. Michelob Ultra's finest. Yes, I believe he is still at this hour. Drinking Michelob Ultras. The great Earl from New Jersey. Big Earl, what's going on, man? Where have you been? Yo, what's up, Tony? What's up, Miss Robin? Luigi? What back up? Back in the back. Uh, had a little misunderstanding, you know, so I took a time, some time off, you know, laying a little low. I hear you, man. But, um, you on the lamb somewhere? You, know, you hide just, from the law? Just, yeah, you know, um, I actually was going through a divorce, so, you know what I mean, trying to lay low, you know. I hear you, man. I've been trying to lay low for 10 years, and it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> Jack in the back, yeah, I like that one. That's a new nickname for him. Jack not in the Jack back. in the box. Yeah, you know. Not Jack in the beanstalk. Yeah, Jack I... in the back in the MF and back, Jack. Jack in the Jack in the back of the lack, baby. You know exactly I mean? right. I think I think um, you, know, you just, just gave him his new to, name. Yes. I'm gonna give you guys some Eagles love over here, you know. Uh, <laughs> got a big game going on Sunday. About to go down, you know, kick all over up, up on them and Cowboys, you know what I mean? Are you ready for Cowboy football Sunday night? Luigi, are you ready for Ze- What are you doing with Zeke- Ezekiel Elliott and your fantasy team now, Luigi? He's, he's going, man. He's going. Six games. That's it. 
Moving on, you'll be back for the finale against the Eagles here on New Year's Year's Eve. That game has nothing to do with fantasy football, buddy. Damn right. And that game's not gonna have anything to do with regular football either. The Eagles have this thing locked up by then. That'll be Scrub City. That'll remind me of the 2004 season when the Eagles. You know who they started in the last game that didn't mean anything? The year they last year they went to the Super Bowl. See if you remember. Do you remember who the quarterback was in 04 who went to the Super Bowl? The Eagles went to the. um, Was it AJ Feely? No. Was it Coy Detmer? No, let's see if uh, if Earl remembers. McMahon? Nope. It wasn't Mike McMahon. No, right? it wasn't Mike McMahon. No, it wasn't no, Mike McMahon. Was it Rodney Pete? No, it was not. Rodney Pete was gone. Jeff Blake wasn't there. It, it was. It was a Jeff Blake. Right? Yes. Yeah. Jeff Blake started for the Eagles in the Jeff last Blake. meaningless game when they didn't had nothing to play for. So they took all the men, married men off the field and ran and you know who they played against in that game, right? The Cincinnati Bengals, his old team. Yeah, Jeff Blake's true. old team. That is great NFL. Uh, yeah, I do remember that a little bit. I was there. I remember being in the parking lot for that game, saying, man, I'm excited. Jeff Blake's going to play hey, today, Tone. and he's going to beat his old team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Little did I know that everybody beats the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, Tone, about some turkey knowledge. You ever throw down a uh, Kachia's on um, Brittany? You ever do your turkey that way? No. Kachia's? You mean the bakery? Yeah, you ever go to Kachia's? Yeah, the, the bakery down on West Whitner, you know, like they, some people take them over there and get them, uh, you know what I mean? They drop them off in the morning. No, I didn't yeah, know I Kasha's. I thought they clubs, just did but. bread and stuff. <laughs> I've been to Kasha's a middle, mi- million times. Yeah, My mother know. loves the, the sesame seed bread that they make, the Italian bread. But I didn't know they did turkeys. No, I, yeah, we, we bake our own, man. We slap that baby in the yeah, oven ourselves. Anyway, um, listening to you guys while I catch this pump real quick, you know, trying to get big, you know, trying to catch up to your tone. So uh, definitely good talking. It's to Wednesday. Guys, What's right? that? Back and buys? You know, uh, no, a little chest and buys. Chest you know, and buys. Know. Everybody knows <laughs> Monday's <laughs> chest day. Come on, Earl. Yeah, no. Come on, man. Are you still jacked? Like, are you, uh, no, you, are know, you jacked, Earl? Are you as jacked as Gabe Kapler? That's what I want to know. Are you more jacked than Gabe Kapler no, now? I'm like a, I'm a bulkier. You know me. You know me, Tone. I'm a bulkier Yeah, kind he of guy. is, man. He's, He's like a leaner kind of yeah, guy, absolutely. you know. Gabe Kapler. He does it the right way. He eats healthy and whatnot. He looks like a freaking superhero. Yeah, so. Did you see him with that tight shirt on last <laughs> week on the field? That's what I used to look like when I lived you know, in L.A. You know Why do you think I got all those chicks? Hey, Tone, you know what we call that in the lifting industry? We call that a medium. Yeah, it is a medium. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. My shirts are now mediums because I've gained some weight. But I lost five pounds this week. So, I weighed myself the other day, Earl, and for the first time in my life, I'm up to 208 pounds, and it's all in my gut. Yeah, I lost, I lost, a, I, I lost 150 pounds in December through this divorce, bro. Wow, and that was just your wallet. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, give him one of those. Yeah, it is what it is, brother. I know, man. That's why you don't get married. That's why I say every single day to every single person that I ever meet, you do not. Repeat again, do not get married. If you've been married before, do not get married again. That is my only tip. That's going to be on my tombstone. At the bottom, you know, everybody has a little thing. It's going to say, I never got married more than once. I only did it once. Famous words, famous last words. Although they weren't my last words, they were my second words after Uh, I got married one time. You know what I'm saying? All right, Earl, good to hear from you, man. Keep your head up. Things get better, I think. Especially if you're broke. Then you don't have to worry about anything. 
There he is, Big Earl in Jersey. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, man. Love Big Earl. I got it right here. Now, Tony, people are talking about, they're like, Jesus, Tony, hit the treadmill. And somebody said, uh, Tony seems to be practicing for Tony Claus. And yes, Tony is aware of this, and he's already lost five pounds, which is totally unfair. I weighed myself on Sunday morning. I was 208. You know what I am today? I was 208 pounds. Today, I'm down to 202. 202. I'm not going into I'm not going into sweatshops. Although I did get a job, an offer from Nike to go to Bangladesh. Not that sweatshop. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not going in steam rooms or sauna because you never know who you're going to run into. The George Takai could be in there, so that's why I don't go into saunas anymore. Steam rooms. That's an old uh, guy's going into. That's an old Kamak Baths joke, Robin. Yeah, well, it's not funny. You know what Kamak Baths was? I know what Kamak Baths were. You do? Yeah, I know. I've heard of them. Yeah. Jack probably went to Kamak Baths back in the day, right? Kamak Baths was an actual like oh bathhouse uh-huh. in Center City, Philly, on Kamak Street, which is a little street right near the Gaberhood. Uh huh. That's what it was called. Yeah, that's what it was called. It's still called the Gaberhood. Right. There's a right. sign that says the Gaberhood. Right, exactly. And so Kamak Baths wasn't just a gay bathhouse. It was primarily a gay bathhouse. Right. So when straight guys, and I never went in there. I just heard about it. I had friends who went in there. Plus, I was only like 12. And if I went in there, I would yeah, probably you be already, more you trouble. already experienced at 11, so it yeah, but really I'm not in bathhouses. Okay, I was. Well, you clearly didn't want to go to Hollywood at a young age. That's what no, it was. I didn't, no, I had no aspirations to be a star. Anyway, let's go back to the phones. Plenty of lines. But I, I just want to say, I really, really quick, I want to say how incredibly unfair it is. What that. Tony can lose six pounds in four freaking days. And I don't go. I didn't go and order Nutrisystem. I didn't order. What are all the other ones that they're on TV now? It's a guy thing. Nutris. It's not a guy thing. It's yes. a dedication thing. No, it it's called a- not eating ice cream at eleven o'clock at night. Getting a full night's sleep. Getting a full night's sleep. No, he didn't. Doing he a lot of work. I mean, I've been. I haven't been sleeping much, so that's not part of it. But Tony, seriously, guys can do that. Women cannot. Women hang on to it way longer than you do. Just like everything else that men can just discard whenever they want to, women hang on to shit. And by the way, Fuji, Donna, I'm sorry, Fuji is not the best water. Fiji. Yeah, Fiji. She wrote Fuji. Okay. Mr. Fuji, of course, was one of the great wrestlers of all time. Were you a Mr. Fuji fan, Luigi? No, I was not, Tony. You weren't? Not really. Oh, man, you did a whole wrestling thing on and Fuji didn't fucking get fantasy. How could Mr. Fuji not be in there as among managers? Because Bobby the Brain Heenan got taken. Well, my, yeah, Bob, got taken. Bobby the Brain Heenan was the best. I Bobby agree. the Brain Heenan and Jimmy Hart went. Mr. Fiji's in nah, the top five. Not, he's uh, not Mr. top five? He, he might be top five, but he's not over Jimmy Hart or Bobby the Brain Heenan. Okay. The, the two right. right guys went. The, the right two managers went, Tony. By the way, did you win again? I'm home, baby. What's your record now? Nine and oh, Chico. I think it's fixed like the Democratic nah, uh, this, no, this was primary a blow. last no, year. No, you know why? Because you know, you know what they did on the tag team? <laughs> you could pick any tag team. They, they go Edge and Christian. What? That's what I said. Christian? Who the Edge and Robin's Cr- son, Christian? Edge and Christian <laughs> is their tag team. I was like, well, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and take you know, the Legion of Doom and Hawk and Animal and call it a day. And that was it. They went edge and Christian, Tony. Outrage. So I didn't lose it. They lost it. But tomorrow's game will be fun. Be very interesting, Tony. Game Are you going to release what the topic it's is? It's already been released. Game show hosts. Game show hosts. They're Not all- talk show. You can't like use like Johnny Carson. Uh-huh. All game show. You can go, you could you could go uh, you know, your Ed McMahon's of the world. Mm. You can get eccentric, go Richard Bay. 
if you wow. wanted but to. I mean, he was just New but, York but, local. But the, yeah, but the thing is, though, is that it, it's gonna it's gonna go on not just like how the host would translate into that fa- into that football position, that fancy football position, but it's also people are gonna vote on just the popularity of the show. So it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see, man. There's a lot of game shows out there. By the way, yeah. I will be grading the audience on a curve because that's what we do with everything now. Oh yeah, yeah. They still get smoked. No, I got. I think they, I think they're gonna be okay tomorrow. Game shows is pretty wide open, man. I It'll love okay. game shows. Okay. Now we have a uh, Greg Tally who is tuning in. I from think, where? Uh, I don't know where he's tuning in from, but he says, "Good to hear you again, Tony." So James. obviously he's found it, you again. James Dolan, Luigi Wish, can't lose. I can't, man. I can't lose. Brother. It's a Wish, fix. I'm telling you. I'm Wish on you fire. Were, don't interrupt me. Sorry. Wish you were on the radio in Philly again. I always enjoyed listening to you. I have a question for the. Every time one of the local stations blows up their staff which they've done several times since I last left radio. Have you noticed? You notice how many changes there have been I know, in God. local radio since I left, Luigi? Constantly. In, in less than two years. Like, every radio station has changed every show. Yeah, basically. Every show has changed. And they're not even lasting an entire year. They're not even making... I mean, I didn't make it a year, but that was my choice. Exactly. I, I was ahead of the curve. I got out when it was time to get out. Well, in... in As Harry Mays once said... Chris's favor, he left as well on his own to go to w, back to WFAN. Or exactly. Not, yeah. But what's his deal? Well, Francis is retiring, right? Right. Yeah. Well, He's going to be part of a three-person show. Which I totally don't blame him. I don't like three-person shows. I got to get rid of these other two people that have been holding me down <laughs> the last three years. Hey, let's go back to the phone, shall we? I know, I, I, actually, I had a question. Oh, I what's the qu- question? So for all the listeners out there, if you could listen to Tony Bruno every day of the week, would you? No. Not you. Uh, don't I have a say in this? <laughs> nope. I don't even listen to me more than one day a week. And I talk to myself all the time. But and I, just, I, don't, I don't want to listen. Because I know I always have things in the works, and I'm working on stuff. And I'm curious. I'm like, if, if, you, could, if you could listen to a Tony Bruno show every day of the week. Luigi would. Would, would you tune in? Why do you think I'm here, man? It's because I listen to you every day, buddy. But, but you were not on every day. No, but I did. And that's, you know. Let's go to a man who would listen every day, whether it's early in the morning or late at night, whether it's national, international, or local. He is the man for all seasons, the great Jose from Norristown, PA. What up, yo? What up, Brunos? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, Luigi's? What up, what up Jack's? No, Jack in the back. Yeah, Jack in the back. Jack's in the backs. <laughs> if, yeah, if what up, Jose's... Jack's in the backs? <laughs> there you go. What up, Ruth's? What up, Ruth? He even remembers Ruth. That's a good job out of you, See, he re- He's great with names. I forget people. I like, I forget Jack's about. name every week, and he's been here for three months. I know. Last week, he was Jerry, I think, right? I had him Jerry a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Then I have him O'Connell instead of O'Donnell. But J- you can't forget Jack in the back. No, Jack in the back is good. Yeah, I like it. That's how you remember things. You have to use a point of reference to remember people's names. Even, right? in, even if at some point he gets to come up front, he's still going to be Jack in the back forevermore. I got to rip Luigi right now. I hate to do it during the show. Uh-oh. It's okay. You can rip me. He's texting somebody. Uh-oh. Oh, And then he's Luigi. like all in the funk. Luigi Curto. Why are you all... You're in a bad mood. I'm all right, Don't man. text while well, you're in a bad mood while you're on the show. I'm good. It's ridiculous, man. It's, I'm going to give you I one of these. pissed off. Put the phone in. 
All right. Let's get down to the business, Jose. Jose scores more than the Philadelphia Flyers. That's one thing that's for sure. Hold on. I just got to... I can't... <laughs> Jose, I am so sorry to interrupt you, but I have to say this. Patrick Gannon says, Tony, I never listen live, but I'm on the can watching you now. Go, Briny Baird. I will listen the next day as usual. Oh, you know who Patrick is, right? Who's Patrick? My buddy in Indianapolis who made the Tony Bruno pajama pants. He right. got PJs? Yes. He, no, I didn't make He made well, his own. No, his pants. wife. His wife made him a pair of pajama pants with my face all over yep. it. That's the kind of get dedication we have to our listeners all over the country. You know what I mean? It's phenomenal work. <sighs> anyway, go ahead, Jose. I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt you. Let's get down to the business. No problem. Let's get down to the business. Before I do, what up, Louisville, Kentucky? What up, Louisville? You remember Carl from Louisville, don't you? Yeah. The prodigy and uh, Mrs. K, yo. Exactly. Other than that, moving on. Number one, uh, we are counting down the days of the destruction of the Cowboys in Arlington Sunday night. How many days are there left of Sunday night football? How many days? Four. Four. Is it four already? Days. Yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. It's four. No, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's four days. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. But it's not Friday. As Forgive we do me, the man. show. I've, I've done 52 hours of work in the last 70, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I'm shot. Shot. That you shot? It's a huge loss, yo. It is a huge loss. It is loss. a huge loss. <laughs> it is a huge loss. I tell you what, the mine is a terrible thing to lose. And it's gone. It is gone. Yep. See ya. He gone. He gone is right. Or as Michael K. would say on the Yes Network, see ya. See ya. That's what he said to the Yankees, unfortunately, yep. when they ran up against the Houston Astros. But at least they, at least when they, you know, the one thing about Yankee fans, you can't be that upset because you lost to the team that eventually won mm-hmm. the World Series and beat the Dodgers, right? So you're saying, hey, you know, they didn't, you know, that was a great series. It was a great postseason in baseball. It's been a long time since we've had a mm-hmm. postseason this memorable. Like, do you remember a couple years ago? Do you remember yep. every postseason in baseball the last couple of years? No, not at all. You don't. No. But this this past postseason will be remembered for years to come. It's amazing. It was a great series. I it was. The whole the whole postseason was good. I have breaking news, Tony Bruno. We have breaking news already on the show. Um, a, one of our rep- uh, live reporters on the ground came, brought it to my attention, and I just looked it up, and it is true. Charles Manson is near death. No! It is just a matter of time, says doctors. Uh-oh. He has been hospitalized, and it looks like that he will pass on at any moment. As LeBron James once said, and it ha- holds true more than ever. It's about damn time. You know who's rejoicing? The people in California who are paying their hard-earned tax money to keep this guy alive for the last 50 years in a slammer. You are right about this. Slammer? <laughs> But Lynette squeaked. Yep. You know, it's funny. Glamour. When I, you know, how we always do things. Like the other day, I said something squeaky came. No, up. it was it was our cat. Our one cat, Sir Lawrence, has a little squeaky. You know, he makes that like, squeaky noise when yeah. he like meows. Yeah, he's just tiny. And I said he... squeaky. Who can you think of by the name of Squeaky? Immediately. Jose Squeaky. Who do you first think of? No idea. 
Ding, ding, ding. I knew this one right away. I did. I mean, I didn't even have Squeaky to Squeaky From. You know who Squeaky From was? Squeaky From. Was that a picture for the Indians of like the 30s? No, no, no. no. That sounds like a picture <laughs> in the old school days. Yeah, with the Gas House Gang guys. No, she was it one was of one the... It was one of the Manson yeah. chicks. Now, oh, okay. Now, I knew Squeaky Her From. Her name was Lynette Squeaky From. She I was didn't... one of the crazy chicks who did the slaughter at the... Uh, the house up in Beverly, yeah. up in the uh, now, Hollywood Hills. I did Hills. not know Lynette. I knew Squeaky from, yeah. but I did not know that her first name was, in actuality, was Lynette. And Tony Bruno, it's one of those facts that you have in your brain. Because during that whole Manson era, I was, I was a news person on the air. So that stuff was all big, like the Vietnam War, all those things when I was a young reporter. I remember all of that stuff. But anything happened after that, I don't remember a damn thing. But Charles Manson, finally, ladies and gentlemen... You know what they should do? Excuse me. They, you know what they should do? They should let one of the survivors. Little party. The, the, one of the members of the families, like, uh, what's her name that was killed? The actress in the, uh, in the Manson murders. I don't, rem I don't uh, remember. Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Yeah. Sharon Tate was murdered. She was pregnant. Sharon Tate. And they yep. killed her. Sharon Tate, somebody in her family, one of her uncles, aunts, cousins, nephews, nieces. Sister. Didn't she have sister. a sister? I don't know who's still alive. Somebody in Sharon Tate's family should be allowed to go into Manson's jail cell and just put him out of his misery for good. Wouldn't that be the per perfect ending? It would be. It was like American Horror Story, yeah. the way that ended last night, cult. The way that ended. That's the way it should end for Charles Manson finally. I think Jerry Brown should go in there, the governor of California, go in there and fire up the electric chair one more time since they don't execute people in California. Fire Sparky up one more time. And let's get Charles Manson off the planet's surface before we celebrate Thanksgiving, where we can all be thankful that this creep is finally gone from our midst. You said Sparky. Sparky, exactly. Did you know, I did not know that Charles Manson had actually that's children. a phenomenal bong hit right there. That is, that's a good one. I didn't realize that he really had kids. He had three sons. Did you know that? No. They weren't uh, my three sons on the TV show, right? I don't think so. Do you remember the My Three Sons' names? No. no. I don't either. I don't think it's there's, there's, there's a photograph of their one son who was... So Charles Manson raped this woman um, because, you know... He Before was, he mutilated her and dismembered her? Yeah. No, 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 no. He raped her, and she had a son, and uh, he for, forced... Anyway, his original name was Charles Luther Manson, and, um, but he was given up for adoption... And he was uh, uh, adopted by a German and Swedish couple. But there's a photograph of him, and it's creepy how much he looks like his dad. Like, really creepy. Well, he's a creepy guy. He is creepy. Yeah. Other than that, Jose, now we gave you the Charles Manson breaking news. Who had him in their death pool, though? I don't know, man. You know, I wonder if he's in death, because, you know, there's a local death pool here, Matt and Mike. At the deli around the corner. What's the, pro what's the, what's the pot up to? It was, it was, I didn't get into the new one. The other one was like two grand. Seriously? Who, wow. who, was, the, who was the person who passed away? That, that, that it, was, uh, what? It, was, uh, it was Hugh Hefner. Oh, Hugh. Yeah, Hugh Hefner was in everybody's Deadpool. Now Betty really White, Hugh Hefner, right? I bet you Charles Manson isn't in many death pools, and he should be. Because the guy's been sick in jail for a while, up until a few the, years ago. Casinos uh, were cleaning up on A Pagoda. They were cleaning up. Oh, yeah, A Pagoda. Official Celebrity Death Pool 2017 by Ranker. So Ranker? Ranker? Ranker is one of those websites that ranks Ranker. all sorts of stuff. Um, and there is a official death pool. And yes, and I guarantee you, Betty White's at the top, right? Well, let's see. Number one is Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas, that's I a good choice. I heard he's up. I heard he's yeah. sick. Well, he's like 100 years old. Yeah. 
That's yeah. always a good bet when somebody's yeah. 100. Yeah, when you're a bean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty I good. I mean, it's not about bad health when you're 100. Right. You've lived to 100. It's like, hello. Well, <laughs> Billy Graham is number two. He just celebrated his 99th, I think, Billy Graham. Papa he's got 99 birthdays, but... God ain't one. Uh, no. okay. He's, he's not, 98. George H.W. Bush, so Dad Bush, right. is number three. Uh, I, did you know that Olivia de Havilland is still... No. She's, she's 100 years old Wait a well. minute. Betty White's not up there? Not yet. Vera Lynn, also another uh, Hollywood star, is 100. Charles Manson is number six at age 82. Number six with a bullet. Yeah. So if you had Charles Manson, unfortunately it won't be with a bullet. <laughs> if you had Charles Manson in your celebrity death pool, you're going to be cashing him pretty yes, soon. You will. you will be cashing before Luigi cashes another Dude. fantasy football weekend winner. Number six. Now, here's <laughs> that's an old, that's an old top they, 40 radio number three thing. with the bullet. Yeah. Dude. Uh, well, I, for two seconds I got happy. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It was fun. She's Robin. Robin's like the... Robin's oh, like the school mom. Calm down your happiness no, for two seconds. No, you don't yes. need to calm down. You just need to learn. Go that back when into you sad mode. Move away from your I microphone. Was away from, I have it. I have it pushed down. No, just move away when it, so it doesn't pop. Uh, straight face emoji. Oh. Um, Velvet Underground is a good guess, but it was the Velvet Fog when I earlier mentioned the Velvet. Uh, when I mentioned Velvet, who's, no, who's the Velvet Fog? I don't know. Oh who's come on, that is absolutely awful. That is absolutely <laughs> awful, Robin. And he's still alive and is probably on many oh. death pools. Now, speaking of uh, game alive? show host, Bob Barker is on the list. Bob Barker? That's right. He's still alive, but he has been neutered. So he's, he's gonna, he has a better uh, lung. He hasn't been spayed. He's been neutered, so his don't, lifespan don't is... Don't forget to control the pet population. Have your animals spayed or neutered, yo. Exactly. Or have your kids spayed and neutered. That'll help the future of America as well. Now, Hugh Hefner was at number nine, and it's, it's interesting. When somebody died, uh, they say clo voting closed at number eight. So he's, he's dead and gone. And the and Velvet Fog is no longer with us, by the way. You know who the Velvet Fog was, was right? Mel Torme. Exactly yeah, I right. Know that. I just had to look up to see if he was still alive or dead. He passed, yeah, he passed several away several years ago. Okay. All right. Well, let's get down to the business, Jose. That. Okay. Uh, before Charles Manson breaking news in Deadpool's, um, uh, I have a YouTube Dallas Eagles classic. Oh, you have a classic from YouTube? Yes, sir. Let's go to the tape. Are you playing tape we now? Have Bounty, Bounty Ball 2, yo. Bounty December Ball 10, 2. 1989. Now, are you going to play tape like Jim from That's Cheltenham? Nope, it's a YouTube classic. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Are you queuing it up? Because we actually have the maestro Jim from Sheltonham on hold. He might he might show you how to do this, son. Exactly. I'm just saying. Are you trying to steal Jim's act now with playing tapes down the line? You listen to it? Yeah, yeah we can't hear it, though. <laughs> I can go to YouTube and play it, and it's all its full fidelity quality, Luke. Uh, that's the year when they lost Doug Scoville, yo. Doug Scoville, that's right, the quarterback coach. Dennis Taylor checks in. He said he, he actually won uh, his Deadpool with, with Torme. He won? Yeah, he won. With Mel Torme? Yep. It was at 99, I think. 
Beautiful, man. Betty White is not on the official ranking. She's never going to die, dude. I, I know She's that, and I hope she doesn't. Die. She's never going to die. I don't want any of these people to She's die. A national treasure. She's There's never going to die. 100 people on that the list. Treasure, She's Joe. not one of the top She's 100. not on the top 100? No. I'm going through Are this. you kidding me? I can't me? believe it. And how old? She's 90, what, 2, 93? And She's my are, mother's age. And there are some young 90, people in there. Four. My mother's going to outlive me, so I don't have her on any pools. <laughs> Do you know who's on there? Well, I got you on hers. Yeah. Do you know who's on there? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's on a on a death pool. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna kill him death pool. He's number seven. Does that count if somebody murders him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what the pool's up to. I might take a shot. No, I'm kidding. Oh no! Come on now. I'm kidding. That was a joke. What's the matter Ish. with you? Wow. What are you saying, man? Other than that, you know what we. Do you know what we have coming up? We over? have coming up soon. Uh, obviously not a flyer we game we're anticipating. <laughs> we have hardwood action tonight, yo. Oh, we have NBA <laughs> action. Jose giving up on the boys on the with, on, on the pucks. Looks like Luigi gave up on hockey years ago. It took Jose it took Jose 18 games to turn his back on the orange and black. Forget that, though. What we do have, though, we have West Coast. And that's what we got coming up. Sixers, Lakers, homie. That's right. Now, who gets the draft pick? If the, if the, who, who, we want, who are we rooting for tonight? The Sixers or the Lakers? Because that important lottery pick. Because the Sixers are on the Lakers lottery pick, I right? I Sixers to win. Sixers are going to win tonight. Oh, yeah. Sixers they, dominate they, tonight. I agree. They beat the Clippers the other night. Good game. I watched that one. I watch all the late. I like watching late night basketball. I'm up anyway. You get some good night action. Yeah. Except that Warrior game. The first half was good. Then it was, you should have turned it off. And the Warriors are coming here Saturday night. Did you know that? Yeah, I don't want them to come here. They're, 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 you they're know, there. I may have to go down there. You might have to go down there. You know why? Because see your boys, man. My boy Raymond Ritter is in town. The PR guy. Best the best PR player. guy in any sport, in any league, in any place on earth. I don't know, man. It's tough to get a seat down there. I will get a seat because Raymond Ritter. The last time Raymond Ritter got me a seat at a Sixer game, you know whose seat I sat in, Robin? Where did, I sat in Joe Lacob's seat, the owner of the Golden State Warriors seats at the... At the uh, Joe Lincoln? Joe Lacob. Or Golden? The Golden State Warriors, one of their owners. The other owner is a Hollywood guy. But Joe Lacob, the owner of the Golden State Warriors, gave me his seats to sit in at the, at, here in Philadelphia to watch Sixers and Golden State Warriors. That's the World Fargo? Yes, we at the down. Wells Fargo Center. That's the kind of that's the kind of that's the kind of pull I have with the world champion Golden State Warriors. Because you're a because you're a legend, yo. No, they just like me out there. And I, I've been, you know, and I, I like the Warriors. And I didn't just jump on the. I'm not like Cowboy fans and Laker fans, and now Cleveland Cavalier fans who jump on the bandwagon when a team gets good. I was a, I was a Warrior fan back to Will Chamberlain days. So I always rooted for them on the West Coast because I never rooted for the Lakers. I never rooted for any of those West Coast teams. I lived in L.A. for 11 years. The Lakers were winning championships. I was going to the championship games. I was in Indiana when they won that championship. I was here when they won the ch- I was here in 2001 when uh, the Lakers beat the Sixers in that championship. I was out in L.A. going back and forth for that series. So I never rooted for the Lakers. I didn't hate them. What's that? That was the A.I. year. That was the year they won the first game here, and I was talking smack in L.A. Mm-hmm. 
declaring that the 76ers were going to beat the Lakers. And you know what happened after that. Uh, they went downhill from there. Four, 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 I think it was. That was 83. No, that was uh, 2001. <laughs> Wasn't it? You know what happened in 83, yo? Yeah, the Sixers yeah, won the NBA one. championship. You know what? You know what Larry O'Brien did when he passed that trophy? He fired one up? He gave it, he gave it to Harold Katz, yo. Harold Katz, the Sixer owner at the time. And who was the coach of that 83 team? Mm-hmm. Luigi, Mr. Basketball? Who coached the 76ers to the NBA champ? I'm asking Luigi here. He's Mr. NBA. Mr. Cunningham. Billy Cunningham, dude. Billy C, baby. Billy C, Joe. Billy C. Can you name the starting five of the 83 championship team? Luigi. No, I no, no. I do. Go ahead, Jose. Tony, Cheeks, Agaroni, Bach, Moses. Coming off the bench, Clementon Johnson, Bobby Jones, uh, Franklin Edwards, yo. I mean, I Frankie Edwards, Edwards, that's yeah, great knowledge. Good pull by Frankie Edwards. You get a roaring round of applause for that, man. I just man. gave him Mark McNamara, yo. Mark McNamara, remember him? Remember Mark McNamara? Not McLemore. No, no. Big red-headed dude. One of the few white red-headed dudes that could play. You mean, you know, not, not the white mamba, not Brian Scalabrini? Not Brian Scalabrini. Not the white mamba. <laughs> That's impressive, Jose. I love Brian Scalabrini. Uh, I had some of that the other night. Robin made it last Wednesday. She made some Brian Scalabrini. Remember that? We had it for the, ta- for the table. For the table. <laughs> I do that everywhere I go now. Anytime I sit down to order, call him on for the table. For the table. <laughs> There is no more baller thing you could do when you sit down at a restaurant and go, please, call Mark for the table. Open you know, the table. For I everybody. told you where I heard that. I was at, I was at the Quizzo yep. here in South Philly a couple it's months so ago awesome. at Smokey Joe's. Stogie Joe's, not Smokey. Stogie Joe's, and one of the teams was called Kalamod for the table. So the awesome. greatest name for a Quizzo team ever. For any team. Is that not the greatest name it ever? Is. It's fantastic. Other than uh, Stunaz is a good name, too. No. Yeah. Other than that, Jose. I actually have a good, I have a good uh, quote. I, I'm a I, I'm a I'm a Duke fan. I like Duke basketball from when I was younger or whatever. Just because I used to play I was a young, short white point guard, so I like Bobby Hurley and mm-hmm. that, that's what it was. You a JJ Reddick guy? Yeah, Bobby I am a JJ Reddick guy. Bobby I used to be a JJ Reddick guy. So I was a Duke guy. All my buddies were, were North Carolina fans. Well you said again, they were all North Carolina fans oh, because they like Jordan. That's, right. that's basically it. It's the only reason why I'm I'm a firm believer if Jordan went to Wichita State, there would be Shocker fans all over the country. No, there would. Yes, there would. No, yes, there would. would. It was all about Jordan. They all loved Jordan no, because Jordan went to North Carolina. So anyway. Nobody knew really? Jordan when he was at North really? Carolina. Because I don't see anybody walking around with Dante Calabria jerseys. You're damn right. All right? So anyway, so we go to Quizzo, and what it's Duke. Brian it's Duke. Reese jerseys, yo. Who? Brian Reese, yo. Brian. He played on the 93 North Carolina National Championship team. Was Montrose on that team, too? Number 31s. Yes. See, Montrose Donald wasn't Williams, that's great. Uh, that's great uh, Bobby, ACC uh, knowledge right there, Eric, man. So anyway, so we go to we go to Quizzo. Eric Montrose, Kevin Salvadori, <laughs> Hendrick Brody Sheesh. coming off the bench. Donald Williams. Can I finish this? <laughs> so anyway. He's giving you the starting five for your North Carolina Tar Heels. All right. So he, this is back when Dean Dean, uh, Dean what's Smith. his face was the coach. Dean Smith. Dean, the legendary Dean, Dean Smith. Smith. So my, my buddy Rob's a North Smith. Carolina fan. I'm, I'm a Duke fan. It's Duke, North Carolina. They're, pl- they're playing that night. So we go to Quizzo, 
and they're reading out the scores. And they're like, all right, coming in with, um, coming in with, with nine points, uh, I hate Duke with every bone in my body. <laughs> right? And it goes, and just under that at eight points, burn North Carolina to the ground with seven. <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> what are you doing, Robin? I'm trying to find a sound, sound bite. For what? You mean Robin? She wants to play Robin. a sound bite on me. And oh, me. my God. Who the hell cares? Nice, Thank Robin. you. Nice. <laughs> the one thing I'll say about Duke, North Carolina, you know, I, back in that era, the 92, 93, 94 era, you know what was big about, you know when Duke, North Carolina really blew up? When ESPN2 went on the air, because I was there for the beginning of ESPN2, and that was back in the day when you couldn't get every college basketball game you ever wanted. And when ESPN2 came on the air, that was another way, because there was no Fox Sports Net and uh, NBC Sports Net and all these cable channels. Duke Carolina became, you know, the staple. They were able to show it on ESPN2 when they couldn't show it on ESPN. So Duke Carolina, that was the first time you would see that game twice a year on cable television. That was the beginning. Now you can watch any Mm -hmm. game anytime you want, 24-7. So that was a big deal back in the 90s. Or on CBS. You know, I'm talking about when it wasn't on the networks. I'm talking about cable. Because, remember, ESPN oh, that, was the oh, first yeah, yeah. cable ESPN, sports network, yeah. and then all the other ones came along. Mm-hmm. But Duke Carolina would not have been seen as many times as it was had it not been for ESPN spinning off ESPN2. The deuce. The deuce. Hey, Robin. What? You want to pick up my soundboard and, 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 and drop that on me while I'm in the middle of a story? Get your own sound bites, National and then come at me. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Steven Dancy, tell him again, Robin. It's here. Let me get it. Just, can you just hit it yourself? Yeah, I'll hit it myself. <laughs> i got to find it real quick. You know what was on the SPN2 during that time, Bruno? Me? No, uh, National Hockey Night, yo. Yeah, nope. I'm, not, I'm, not playing, I'm not playing the sounder. I'm not yeah, going. play it one time. No, one time? Just give me that. Give me the. I have, I have the ESPN actual hockey theme when they actually had hockey on ESPN. That's how far back I go. Here they had go. Gary Thorne and um. That's the ESPN NHL music. Remember that? And the late great. They used to show Blindrock on there. Exactly. You know who else was uh, one of the great announcers at ESPN back in the day? A local guy from Delaware who passed away? Tom Mees. Tom Mees. Remember Tom Mees? He's from Delaware. No, I I don't remember. Died in a swimming pool. He drowned. Did he know how to swim? Yeah, but apparently he didn't that day. He drowned that day. Well, there might have been some drinking involved. No, I don't think there was alcohol. No? No. Tom Mees. If I try to go in a swimming pool and swim, I'm going to die. You would drown. Yeah. You wouldn't need alcohol. No, but Tom Mees was a great guy, great friend. Maybe he had a heart attack? I don't know. I don't remember, Robin, so I'm not going to speculate since it's easy to find out by just Googling it. Maybe he had. This isn't an unsolved mystery. He died in a swimming pool. Tom Mees, M-E-E-S. I got it. I got it. Great guy, local guy. There's this thing called Google, Robin. Yes. Maybe you've heard of it. Google him. Google me, yo. He died August 14th, 1996. Oh, he did not know how to swim. Okay. I know he died in a swimming pool, but I didn't want to... Re- I, since I didn't remember specifics because it was 20 years, 20-something years ago. Um, so he did not know how to swim. He died in a neighbor's swimming pool. And at first, police said that he had jumped into the pool to save his daughter, Gabrielle. 
They later retracted that account, saying oh. they did not how, know how Meese ended up in the water and that Gabrielle had not been in it. So that was that was ESPN two days. That's back in the day, the heyday of ESPN. Wow, back in the day. You know what's my favorite yep. ESPN two, two show, um, Bruno's? Which show? NHL Tonight. At the NHL, NHL tonight. tonight. That's when Barry Melrose was wearing pinstripe yeah. suits. Oh, wait, he still is. He still is wearing pinstripe suits. Yeah, 25 <laughs> years later. <laughs> All right, Jose. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving, pal, if we don't talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, yo. Happy Thanksgiving, Robbins. Happy Thanksgiving, Luigi's. Happy Thanksgiving, Jackson Roofs. Happy Thanksgiving, Jose. Jackson and Ruth's. Thanksgiving, Sounds like a steakhouse, doesn't it? <laughs> Jackson Ruth's. Going to Jackson Ruth's. I'll tell you, the filet is to yeah. die for. And try the lemon meringue pie. It's unbelievable. Oh, Luigi. <laughs> yeah. No moonshine. I said, what up, Miller Light? What up, I will, Miller Light? I will, I, will, I will let them know tomorrow. we got to get buddy. you out there for the Tony Claus Christmas Eve 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 show. That's right. They fixed the toilets. And sl- and sl- and sl- yeah, exactly. Days, so it's we're good. a triple, triple Eve. Triple E's. It's the special Triple E's show. And if you have Triple E's, you're welcome. <laughs> there will be no cover. Well, the, there wow. won't be enough cover, uh, I should say, if you wear Triple E's. You wear a tarp? <laughs> 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 I feel bad for women with, with chest that big. I did. I mean, triple mine E's. aren't even that big, and my back hurts sometimes. So <sighs> I took. Is that a bra size? Like a, you could power a Volvo with that, man. They're crazy. I feel exactly. I do. I feel bad for them. I know that when mine grew when I was breastfeeding and I had to run somewhere and they were bouncing around, they hurt so much. Were you on the much. man show back in the day, uh, in the early days when yeah. Jimmy Kimmel wasn't a journalist? I can't even imagine yeah, having bar. big ones like that every day. When Jimmy Kimmel wasn't the conscience of America? Yeah. Back in those days? We well, all forget, right? We all forget exactly where he was. Just, just a few short years ago, Tony. I went, I went from a size 36B... To a size 38 double D. No! Yeah. Give me one of those, Luigi. The one you gave her, that she gave you. You're giving her a round of applause for oh that? Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> you know who cares about that stuff? Guys who are sitting at home wondering how big they are. Well, exactly. they're not that That's big right. anymore. It was just while I was breastfeeding. <sighs> which is oh so sexy, let me tell you. Robin, Robin, James Dolan says your back hurts from carrying the show. Exactly right. Uh, James, I love you, James. James loves me. How do you block people on Facebook? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, I don't um, need the ketogenic diet, Bridget. Bridget says, hey, guys, Robin, have Tony try the ketogenic diet. I need to do that. I've lost keto. five pounds in five days without any dieting. You're the new Nutrisystem. I am the new, boy, the new face of success. I don't need any ketogenic, cybergenics, uh, eugenics, any of those genics. Bridget, I'm going to do the ketogenics. (laughs) What is a ketogenics? The ketogenics is to keep your body in keto. Keto? Yeah. Isn't that in uh, Japan? (laughs) Kyoto. Uh, uh, Close. Close. Close, but no cigar. Um, the the keto is it's a certain level of uh, non sugar in your system or something like I that. I don't put sugar in anything. Uh, it, it doesn't. Have I don't that, put sugar in my coffee. It has somewhat to do with how much you're putting into your body, but it's it's it has to do with carbs and how your body can. It's anyway. Look it up. There's this. I thing defy called anybody to lose five pounds in five days. It's without, not healthy. Without it's not healthy, work. you should be losing. You should be losing a pound a week. When I know pound, I should, but I've lost five pound, pounds that, in a week. I, when that pound is gone, it's gone forever. You should not be losing five pounds a week. It's not healthy. It's not going. It's only going to be for two real. weeks. It's not real. 
Yes, it is real. The scale set. The scale doesn't lie, I, Tony. But it's not real. It, the, the, the pound's coming back. It's not staying off. The pounds are not I'm going to come you, back. I've been drilled about this. Dude. No, I, I, I understand I, diet. I've never had to lose a lot of weight. To be fair, Tony has done this before, and they do stay off for a very long time. You know when they you. come back on? When I start eating ice cream and junk at night, and I'm eating 15 pieces of bread, and I'm eating high carbs. I've been eating fish. I've been eating healthier. That doesn't mean I'm going to go back to an unhealthy lifestyle. I'm telling you that if I, the most I've ever lost is 10 pounds. I don't care if it comes off in, in a week or two weeks or three weeks. When it comes off, it's not coming back. You have my word on it, my personal guarantee. Okay. You but will the, see. But the one thing that we have not been able to figure out is how to combat the uh, Italian You can't. Gut. And now we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas when we'll be eating cookies, right, and all kinds of good foods Speaking and product. before we go to Moderation, break. Moderation, Tone. I, that's what I'm doing. Moderation. That's what I'm doing. Before we go to break, shall we... Let's play one turkey one tip turkey here to tip. get this party started. Because these, are, these have been around now for generations. You know how every, like, next week you'll start seeing it? The Butterball Hotline. They'll come on and say, hey, you have any... Because there's a lot of new moms and new housewives who are cooking for the first time every year on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. You're making your first Thanksgiving meal. If you're old school and you've done turkeys before, you know what to do. People experiment. They've done the turkey, the fry, the turkey fryers. There's all new ways to do turkey. But the traditional ways work best. And that's why we bring you... For the 50th consecutive year, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a holiday tradition unlike any other. Bigger than the tree at <laughs> Rockefeller Center. More consistent than their bingle back in the day. More popular <laughs> than the, their bingle, Bing Crosby, That's from back in the day. More, more, not, not as popular as the 24 Days of a Christmas Story on TNT. Not as popular as Christmas Vacation. Every year. That, you're, that, that's high That's praise. how long this tradition has been around. And we bring it to you once again. Here is the first of the legendary Tony's Turkey Tips for your dining and dancing pleasure. In no particular order. Exactly. It's time for another cooking minute. Yes, we're talking turkey with Tony Bruno. Hi, boys and girls. I'm Chef Tony. And today, I'm going to teach you the importance of fully cooking your turkey. Set the oven to 350. Then take your bird and smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Cook one half hour per pound. This is what a perfectly cooked turkey looks like. Take cover. You kill me, Boston. For more of Tony's great recipes, call his cooking hotline, 877-99-ON-FOX. Make sure to specify recipe number two. Next time, we'll check out candied yams. I mean, candied yams. Do they ever get old? No. And you know what the good thing about those? We only play them once a year. It's like Santa. He only comes once a year. That's all he needs to. Or like some people I know. Yeah, exactly. They barely come once a year. If at all. Exactly right. We're coming back, though, in five minutes, which is the normal time it takes me to come back, so to speak. We got a couple people holding, but we got some open lines. So stay on the lines. If you want to check in in the next hour, 717-363-TONY is the number. 717-363-8669. We'll talk some football. We're going guest-free tonight. We're going to ha- have heavy phones. Heavy? Heavy phones tonight. And Heavy D and the Boys may pop by, too, and bring, bring back one of the classics. What movie were Heavy D and the Boys in? Uh, I know this, damn it. Come on. Uh, Come on. I know. Stop. Oh, Come damn on. it. It was one of the, it was one of the, the Eddie Murphy movies, right? No, 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 no. What was it? No. 
Starts with a D. I know this. Come on, not Tom. the Big Lebowski. No, I know not, it's not, not the that. Big Lebowski. Come on. I know this. Oh, I, oh, wait a minute. This, it's something uh, boys. No. Disorderlies. Oh, the disorderlies. That's right. That. Give me one of those. I, I deserve that. I told you my brain is shot. The disorderlies. His brain's always shot. He has, age is not a reason for him. No. Age is my reason. I got problems. How many of them? <laughs> 99 of them. <laughs> Damn right. We're coming back. That's not your problem. We're going to have more fun. Jack's seeing another blue moon. He's, he's only had two in the first hour. So Can he break his personal best of three in the final hour? We Look, will just take the over. <laughs> take the over. <laughs> We're going to be coming back. All the points are scored in the second half. You know that, Tony. You know that. Guys are playing catch up, playing from behind. They're meaningless bottles, but they count but they nonetheless. Count. Yes, exactly. As someone would say, that's a very important score to a lot of people. Yes, it is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. No. Just go. Go to the bathroom, grab Grab a another glass of wine, grab another Natty Ice, grab another uh, Blue Moon, whatever you're drinking tonight. And come it's back. Wine Wednesday. It's the Tony Bruno Show Live. We're coming right back after just a brief intermission. What are we going to do with it? And I'm an idiot because it's not, it's, it wasn't Heavy D and the boys. It was the Fat Boy. The Fat Boy. Kareem Moose Brunson points out. He's not one of the Brunsons that played uh, Big Five basketball, right? I don't Temple believe so. And, uh, no. And Villanova. No. They were all just heavy set gentlemen, though. So exactly. So Heavy D and the boys. Heavy D is no longer with us, right? No, I believe heavy, he passed yeah, away a yeah, few heavy, years ago. Heavy D dropped out. Of but the course. Fat Boys, a different group, because Heavy D was the lead singer of Heavy D and the Boys. Correct. The Fat Boys were just three Fat Boys. Yes. They sang, too, but they were actors. Correct. What, have they done anything in a while? Not a damn the thing. The Disorderlies well, is a long time ago. Well, I mean, Tony, let's, they were a little out of shape, so it wasn't really like they were in, you know. Exactly. By the way, we give a shout-out to Captain Walt Bone checking in tonight. And I don't go on Facebook much, but I saw he, he you know, I get the notifications, Captain Walt. Right. Did you see the striper he caught? Oh, no, it's huge. Dude, Captain Walt, striper fishing. Got himself a big boy. I know. Captain Walt, we're inviting us uh, ourselves out to go fishing with you sometime. Robin, we I don't think a... you can handle striper fishing, though. Sure I can. It's cold out there. It's rough. No, no. They're... Tony, you can't handle yourself out there. I used to it's... go fishing on boats that were ice-covered, where they had a heated rail. Who, who so was... you could, They'd have water, hot water running through the rails on these boats so that you can keep your hand, so they wouldn't ice over when you were fishing out in, the, out a, in 100 feet of water in the ocean in the dead of winter. Out of the two of us here, Tony, Bruno, and I, who is the one that complains more about cold water and Me, cold... no doubt about it. Yes. So who can handle that again? But this is, this is not like you went out, you go out, because I hate when I go outside can and I it's a cold rain. Yes. Oh, my God, who the hell cares? Anyway, major love to my boy, Captain Walt. As Steve Danzi points out, Luigi can't hit a bull in the ass with a bag of rice. Who said that? Oh, my God. Who said that? Steve Danzi. Hold on a second. Walt Bones has bad news. He's leaving Patriot Harbor Line. No. 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 Where am I going to go out for, for sex on the beach? Sex on the Delaware River. Damn well, it. You got, there's, um, there's several gentlemen's clubs down the, down the street. And then you have uh, there's the Wishy Wash over at 8th and Race. You got plenty of space. I mean, 
That's right. Speaking of that, we will have a strip club update this hour. Yes, we will. From Miss Robin, not from us. You would think strip club updates would come from the guys on the show. Not from Jack in the Back. Not from strip club connoisseur Luigi Curto. I am not And a his protege, Joe Corrado, who's no. an aficionado as well. No, he is the, the czar. <laughs> of, of, <laughs> not of the telestrator. No. He's the czar of the polestrator. Guy's got more pull in a, in a club than Nelson Aguilar does, bro. Wow. Well, that was back in the day when he couldn't play. Exactly right. Now he's a star. Yeah. Speaking of that, we've got to get to this Cowboy-Eagle game. Now, I'm not going to talk any smack. You know, the Cowboys have to win this game. They all know it. Am I right here? This is a must win. I hate the it's the, it is a must win for it them. It is. It's literally a must win for them. And they're at home. Zeke's out for the rest of the year. Yep. Well, the rest of the basically the entire season. He's going to miss For the, the most part, season. yeah. And you know, and I know Cowboy fans are crying about injuries and they're legit that you lose your starting left tackle. Dez is back. You up. lose your middle linebacker. But didn't the Eagles lose their starting left tackle, who was also a Pro Bowl guy? I believe so. Didn't they lose their Pro Bowl middle linebacker also this year? I believe so. A few so. weeks back? Didn't they lose their number one cornerback after week one, Ronald Darby? Uh, I believe so. They, Did, didn't they lose Dar- Darren Sproles as well? Didn't they lose Darren Sproles early in the season, who was their all-purpose guy, swing yep. guy out of the backfield, and punt returner, kick returner? Yep. Didn't they lose uh, Zach Ertz for a game I don't uh, know. last week? The last time they played, and he didn't play against Denver, and everybody thought, they're in trouble. No Zach Ertz. No, he played. He did end up playing. No, he didn't. Ertz played. No, he did not. Zach Ertz did not play. That's when Brent Selleck and, uh, and Trey Burton oh, yeah, came you're up right, big. You're right. You're right. You're right. Zach Ertz missed a game. Forgive me. I was, I was, I was at the game. I was drinking. So yeah, I, I, I understand. Forgive me. But so they, they played a game without Ertz and won that one handily. So, again, I'm not going to play, say here, pissy fit and, well, you know, these guys lost. Dallas had injured guys. But the Eagles have had injured guys all year, too. All teams have injured guys. So because Dak Prescott took all the heat because he lost and because he didn't have his starting running back and he didn't have his starting middle linebacker and his starting left tackle, what happened to next man up? Not only did the Cowboys not have a suitable backup left tackle, they didn't have a suitable backup backup left tackle. And while the Eagles had their troubles with Baitai playing left tackle when the main guy went out, they were able to adjust. Without Zach Ertz, they were still able to win. You know, without, you name the running back, they plug guys in and they play. So if you want to be a Super Bowl team and you want the whole world to think you're a Super Bowl team, then you've got to win games when you're missing key players. The only team that can't win games without missing a key player, the Green Bay Packers. I know they won last week. Missing a very important key yeah, player. You're missing Aaron Rodgers. You're, you're not going to win games. Yeah, I mean, they're losing running backs left and right, too. They've, they've had a lot. They've Absolutely. had a big share of injuries. Absolutely. But the, the Green Bay Packers. But the fact of the matter is, though, is that they've had to overcome losing Aaron Rodgers. I also feel the same as for this Philadelphia Eagles. If we lost Carson Wentz, oh, yeah. it's over. It's Absolutely. completely over. I mean, I, I think they would win some games with the. With, I don't, but they wouldn't be a Super Bowl. I don't, I don't think Nicky Franchise is doing anything for, for this team. He's not winning a game? He might win a game. But if we would have lost Carson, say, in week three or week four. Yeah, they would have been in or deep lost trouble. Him, or lost him at the same time that the Packers lost Aaron Rodgers. No, you're you absolutely forget right. The, forget the playoffs. You're absolutely or right. Or even if they did sneak in, they're not going anywhere. But luckily for the Eagles, Wentz has stayed healthy. And they've had a lot of injuries. And they find ways to win games. James Dolan says, next felon up. <laughs> next felon up. <laughs> next felon wow. up. Wow. But anyway, it's going to be a good game, I hope. It's in Dallas. And I got the stats here. You know, stats don't lie. We're going to go back to the phones, but I, want to, I just want to give you a couple. Because I spent a lot. I did a lot of work on this, Luigi. You see this, you see this research here? I got all the playoff teams. Because unlike NFL Network and all these other people who are saying, 
What about Minnesota? What about uh, the Saints? What about the Rams? What about Carolina? I'm counting all those teams in. I'm not saying that they're not, those teams aren't in the mix. Of course they are. Those are the legitimate Super Bowl contenders in the NFC. Sure. You got the Eagles are the best team in football, so obviously they're a contender. Of course. You got the Saints who are 7-2 and and have won seven in a row. You got the Vikings who are seven and two. They've won five in a row, mm-hmm. right? And have a decision with with Teddy Bridgewater coming back. They're exactly. going to hold him back an extra week, and because Keenum's playing, he's playing. Case Keenum's well. playing lights out. Like, they got a tough game. They got the Rams coming in this week. I know that's going to be a tough. And game. then I looked at the rest of this game. And Dallas obviously is still alive, but they're hanging on for dear life. Yes, they lose against the Eagles at home on Sunday night. They're five and five. They may not even get a wild card. Forget about the division. Yeah, they're, they're, they're they probably. may not even make the playoffs as a wild card because there's a good chance that probably. Uh, there's going to be two teams coming out of the um, out of the West with uh, Seattle, the Seattle, and, and, yeah. and the Rams. Yeah. Exactly. So Seattle's playing well too, of course. And the Eagles. And so, but you look at the rest of these games. Playing the Eagles better. have have seven games remaining, and they play at Dallas. Mm-hmm. Then they have the Bears at home. Then they have three in a row on the road. See those? I, I think they beat Dallas. I, I, I think they beat the Bears. They beat the Bears at home. Then they go to Seattle on Sunday night. Then they go to the Rams the following week. See, I got to say, one one of those two have to be a loss for me. Exactly, they have to be. At one point, I had them both as losses, but now I'm thinking, you know what? They're probably going to win one of these things. Then they got the Giants, at the, so they go Giants, Seattle so Giants Rams at the Giants. They should win that. Then they got Oakland here on Christmas Eve, and then Dallas again on New Year's Eve Day, the final game of the season. So the Eagles have three straight road games, and then the Cowboys. Meanwhile, after they play the Eagles, the Cowboys have three straight home games starting with the Eagles Sunday night, then they have San Diego, then they have Washington on Sunday night football, the next three games. Then they go to the Giants, right? And it doesn't matter who's playing for the Cowboys, they'll beat the Giants. Then they have at Oakland, the Cowboys, depending on what's going on with the Raiders at that stage of their season, because they're still in the haunt and in the mix in the AFC. And then they have Seattle at home, and then they have the Eagles at Eagles. So Dallas's schedule is not quite easy. I mean, San Diego... They're pretty much out of it now. Get her toast. Washington will give them, uh, Washington will play them tough because they always do, even though they're you know and they got their offensive line back the other day, but they fell apart in the second half. Well, Washington, is the, the, they do they do play hard. And then at Oakland, the Cowboys, Seattle at home, and then the Eagles, the final three mm-hmm. games for Dallas. So not an easy step. The Minnesota Vikings, with all due respect, and they're playing great, but you look at the teams they beat, and everybody talks about the Eagles haven't beaten anybody. The Minnesota Vikings. They're three and one at home, four and one on the road, which is impressive. Well, people are saying the Eagles haven't beaten anyone, right? However, the team that everyone's talking about now, all of a sudden, this this reassert, this uh, reemergence of the Carolina Panthers. Didn't the Eagles go down there and wax that ass? Yes, on, they on did. Thursday night football. But I'm, I'm, I'm just, just talking about the division leaders right now. Okay, the Saints, the Vikings, Rams. They're all division leaders with the top, the four division leaders. They're all good teams. Nobody is denying that. I, the, the Rams are playing great, and Goff is playing fantastic, and the defense is good. The team that does scare me the most is, and I, and I said this weeks ago. The Saints. The Saints. I said, I said they're going to be incredible because now they're not just – what they did was when they when they drafted Kamara and, Ingr- and having Ingram and getting rid of Peterson, they're not even leaning on Breach throw the ball anymore. No. They're running you to death, which means – you know what that means, Tony? That translates to winning games outside. Do you know what they did the other day, which is remarkable? Six touchdowns on the ground, almost 300 yards rushing, bro. You know what else they did? What was that? The last 24 plays that they ran on offense were all runs. And he couldn't stop them. They ran 24 consecutive times and ran off the clock. Remember when the Eagles had that drive where they ran out the final uh-huh. drive? 
They ran out the entire third and fourth quarter running the football. Yeah, they're built to with win. Drew Brees. They're built to win outside, man. They're built and to they win won. They're four and one on the road, which is something the Saints were never good at. They could play in the dome with a three and one, but they're four and one on the road, and they're five and one in the conference. The Eagles are six and zero oh in the conference. So the Saints are still in the mix there, and they could be the scary team. I mentioned the Vikings. Vikings. Who have they played now? The Saints. You know the Saints have uh, they beat. Let me give you the, the teams that they won. They won. Where do I have their winners? I have I have so much stuff here. The Saints at home. The two games that they lost, I should say, were their first two games of the year. Remember? Yes. And now they won seven in a row. Joe Quillen says Ko Pectate couldn't stop the Saints last week. Exactly. No, that was amazing. You mentioned it. They beat in Buffalo, and Buffalo now changed their quarterback. They're going with the guy from. Uh, uh, Mr. Peterman from uh, Seinfeld, I think. Jay Peterman? Jay Peterman from <laughs> Seinfeld is going to be the starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Talk about panicking. I know. That's panic, man. Well, they said they're not going to move. They're, they haven't given up on Tyrod Taylor, and he'll be back out there and everything like that. But still. So the Vikings have won five in a row. This is what they have left. They have at Chicago, Green Bay at home, home Vikings, against Baltimore. That, bear, that Bears game on the road might be a little tough. They yeah. got the, cause they got, they got the they got the Rams coming in this weekend. And they got to go back and they got to play the divisional game against the Bears. So no, they, no, I'm sorry. They have the Rams at home. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Detroit with divisional game. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Atlanta, which should be another tough game because the Falcons are fraud, man. No, nah, but they don't. No, they, they're they know they're, they're not a fraud. They were in a Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but they're a fraud. They stink. But they're still five and four, and that's going to be a tough game in Atlanta. Okay. Then they go. So they have three consecutive road games, in Minnesota. After they play the Rams, they got to go to Detroit. Then they got to go to Atlanta. Then they got to go to Carolina. And Detroit's a team you don't want to count on either. They're, they're, a, sneaky, they're a sneaky good Correct. team also. And then they got to go to Carolina, which is a big game for both teams. Huge game. Then they have Cincy at home, which they should win. Mm-hmm. Then they're at Green Bay on Sunday night football. That's a win. And then they have the Bears again at home. So you look at teams. Cincinnati's 3-6. and six, The Bears are 3-6. and six. You know, Detroit's good, but are they great? You mentioned Atlanta's not great. They're 5-4. and four. So that schedule is not very hard because... The teams in their own division aren't world beaters. No, they're not world beaters. No. And so, and the Rams, I mentioned, the Rams have, to me, the toughest schedule down the stretch. The Rams have, I have to do this because I did all this work, Rob. Of course, we have. They have at Minnesota, right? Then they have New Orleans at home. Listen to this schedule for the Rams. At Minnesota, tough game, right? Home against New Orleans, where the Saints are 4-1 and one on the road. Then they go to Arizona, which is pretty much done, but they got to go to the desert and play them there. I don't know if they'll put up a fight or quit by then. Yeah, but you know what? The, even even that, that defense has been, getting ga- has been getting gouged lately, too. That was the one thing they could lean on was the fact that their defense would keep them in games. They, they have been able to do anything. Then they it. got the Eagles at home, all right? Then they go to Seattle. Then they go to Tennessee. That Seattle game is going to be massive. And they got at Seattle, at Tennessee, and then San Francisco at home. Tennessee's so the Rams have a tough, too. That's a tough stretch right there. Yeah, it is. So they're good. And they've won four in a row. But to me, that is the murderer's row of schedules because they've got to play all the big boys. They've got to play the Saints. They've got to play the Minnesota Vikings, the Eagles, Seattle, Tennessee, all, all playoff, playoff teams. All playoff teams. Exactly. Yep, all playoff so, teams. I'm talking about I think, I think if the Rams can survive this, then they are a legit. And they're a legit Super Bowl team now after they were awful last year. But there's your, uh, there's your uh, top teams in the NFC heading, uh, going head-to-head with the Eagles. And the yeah. Eagles only have to win – the Eagles have to win three games, and they win this division. We the question have, then is, will they have home field throughout the playoffs? We have Joe Quillen on uh, Facebook chiming in saying, the sleeper in the north might be the Lions. They beat the Vikings in Minnesota already. Yeah, but they're, they're up and down, too, though, Detroit. Plus, they got a lot of, they got a lot of ground to make up. 
They're five and four. Are they? Yeah, they're five and four, and they're still alive, just like Dallas at five and four is still alive. Uh, but Detroit, there's just something about Detroit. At the beginning of the season, I thought they were lights out, and then they lose a couple of ugly games that you you don't think they're going to lose. Hey, but now they're starting to get it back a little. No, bit. No, they're so in the mix. They lost Golden Tape. They're in a, they're in a wild card mix, but they're not. Yes. A, they're not a divisional champion mix, and they're not a home. They're not getting home field. Detroit no, they're not getting the, home field. But wherever they go, I mean, they, they can score. They can score points, Tony. I know they can. All teams can score points. I know, but they're except the Buffalo Bills and, uh, and the points. Cleveland Browns and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who scored? How wrong was everyone on that, man? I didn't everyone, even touch I that mean, game. even myself. You know, we're thinking. Oh, Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston with the reemerge. You could bring in Deshaun Jackson with the deep threat. Mike Evans looking looking phenomenal coming into camp. Doug Martin's coming back. All this stuff. The defense is supposed to take a step forward. This team's supposed to contend for an NFC championship, and they freaking stink. They They're do stink. Horrible. No, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one of the biggest disappointments of the year. Nobody and, expected the Jets to do anything. And Jose Moreno checks in, and, he, and he's right. So Seattle's defense won't be the same without Sherman. Losing Richard Sherman's huge. Absolutely, it's huge. But Absolutely. again, but again, though, man, that's still a Super Bowl team. They're battle-tested. I mean, they're going to be a tough out no matter what. Bobby Wagner and Earl Thomas are still phenomenal yeah. phenomenal players. They'll be, they'll be okay. But again, just like the Dallas Cowboys, just like the Carolina Panthers, the Seattle Seahawks rely on their quarterback to carry them. Is and there he, any doubt about that? Now, obviously, Ezekiel Elliott helped carry the load, but now without Zeke, Dak Prescott... I don't know. Dak Prescott has to do a lot, and he, and he scores touchdowns running the football. Right. My point is, the three teams that I just mentioned, Wentz is that kind of guy, too, but Wentz doesn't have to run for the Eagles to win. Dak has to run. Some, I wish he wouldn't run sometimes. Uh, Mar, uh, Mariota has to run. You know, no, but the three teams Mariota doesn't have about. to run. Mariota can run. I mean, Mariota's got a great running game with Henry and, and DeMarco Murray. So. Minnesota, Case Keenum doesn't have to run. No, he can't He's run. Got, he can't run. He's got Jared McKinnon and Latavius. Drew Brees doesn't have to run. But He's I'm talking about the, the, best backfield in football. the teams that have to run. Carolina, their quarterback's their leading rusher. Yeah. Right? Seattle, their quarterback's their leading rusher. Russell Wilson's the offense. And Russell Wilson's the offense in Seattle. Dak Prescott is now the offense in Dallas. And... Russell Wilson is the, is the offense in Seattle. We already said that one. Who's the third guy I was talking about? You said Cam uh, Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton has to run. Yeah, and I trust his team and, and I trust Cam and Russell over Dak completely. Yeah, but we haven't seen Dak have to carry the load much because he had the offensive line intact. We just saw it in, yeah. And he had the running game intact. So I'm not going to bury Dak after one bad game, but he has to run the football or the Dallas Cowboys don't win. Now Eric Cohen checks in. He says, who will score first, Zeke or the Flyers? Now, Zeke's suspension is going to carry for, for six games now. But well, the, the big Flyers is go the, scoreless. No. <laughs> but Zeke is going to uh, work out outside the country. Did you see that? Really? He is going to leave the country. And you know scoring outside of the country is a lot easier unless you're a UCLA basketball player and you're trying to score some free sunglasses. As Robin would stay right there with her answer. <laughs> when when you're Ezekiel Elliott, you don't have to go shoplifting. Uh, what kind of sunglasses were they that the uh, UCLA dudes? Louis Vuitton. You don't have to go into a Louis Vuitton store and rip off a pair of sunglasses if you're Ezekiel Elliott and you're traveling the world to work out yeah. in different climates. Three to ten years they should have got, man. And you know who got him out? Who got him out, Tony? Donald Trump. Damn right. And people are not willing to give, because so many people hate Trump, they're not even going to give him credit. I saw a columnist today write that the reason the three guys, when they had the news conference, when they returned to California thank the president for helping them get out is because he forced them to. That's what the media is saying. Yeah. Trump forced them to say thank you to him. 
Uh, because he tweeted out that I hope that the guys give me thanks. But look, not, nothing against anything, but I'm a firm believer. You break the law in that country, you do the time in that yeah. country. That's it, I man. Know. Like, you, you want to go over there and you want to start stealing stuff? This isn't political. Over, it's not over, political to me. It's political to a lot of people. But the fact that the, that the president You're did, a dictatorship it, country, man. And he was over there, and all he had to do was talk to the head of China and say, hey, the premier, cut them some slack, Jack. Exactly. Give me a break, Holmes. You know what I'm saying? A couple kids. Don't stupid Exactly, stuff. man. I think that they should have had to have done some jail time or something. At least they didn't get caned like the American kid that went to Singapore years ago. Remember that? I did not realize. So when I hear that, you know, caning, I'm like, well, he kind of deserved it. He he keyed a bunch of cars. You know, he did some vandalism. And I'm thinking caning, like, you know, you get spanked and, and it A couple hurts. of lashes. Couple of Have lashes. you ever seen the results of somebody being actually caned? Dude, he didn't just He didn't just Christ. get caned by like a guy like you or you or me. He got caned by a freaking Aikido specialist. Yep. This guy knew how no, to no. strike. He knew how to take flesh from your back, dude. Yep. Yes. That's what he was doing. And they actually get strapped to, like, this special... And there's nothing pleasurable about this to those people that are into that type of behavior. Because caning is not like getting a couple of nice little little slaps on the wrist or a paddle. (laughs) Or, or, you know, like the home improvisational kits that some people have. No, caning is serious business. And this dude got caned. He got caned for... (laughs) Not even committing a crime, he threw gum on the street and he scra- no, he's no, no, keyed no. a car. He keyed a car, but that's not a, that's not a capital crime. No, no. But in that Philadelphia, was... you key a car, some guy comes up and offers to do your body work on the street, <laughs> right? The same guy who keys the car shows up an hour later and says, "Here, I can get those out for you." Right, right. get the brick in the window. Need a new window? Call Joe's Windows. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guys go out and steal tires. And then they're back the next morning trying to, I to no sell idea. you tires. So, so the each lash, like you get sentence lashes. Right. And just one lash lacerates your ass. It's Literally. a laceration, baby. It's a laceration. Just, and so they, and, and I guess the, 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 the not so bad ones get them on the buttocks. Mm-hmm. And then if you have to have more oh, than a certain oh, time, number, time out, then time it's out. up on your back. <laughs> James Dolan with the best drop of the night. You know who else got caned? Notre Dame oh. got caned by the Hurricanes, baby. Wow. You know, I'm not a hater. But I gotta give him a royal. Run. I turned that game. I never watched college football. Turn the chain. I turned it on. Turn the chain, Tony. I turned it on to see what was going on because I knew it was a Saturday night I game. I love it. Beat the doors off the Golden Donuts, dude. Dude. That's the that James. That was fantastic. That's a caning. You're right. That caning had to hurt more than the kid from America who got caned in Singapore. It had to, brother. I know it didn't leave marks, though. It just no. left marks in whatever bowl game they're going to wind up going to. scars on the inside. But the point is, is that these three kids should have gotten more than just having to stay a couple extra days in their hotel room. Well, listen, I'm not playing Judge Jory Erickson. The bottom line is this. If you're going to go to a foreign country and commit a crime, it ain't America. It, they got different laws in these countries, and especially only, communist countries yes. and places where they don't give a crap and who you, you are and where know. you're from. Joe you Ruff, is there a copay for Katie? A <laughs> small deductible. You know very well and good that the entire team got a list of things that they were and were not allowed to do ahead of time that they had to be on the best behavior, and these are the consequences if you do anything Exactly, wrong. that's the point. It doesn't matter if you're a UCLA basketball. What about the people in North Korea? The one guy that they just sent back, Otto Warmbier, mm-hmm. who was virtually dead. He was over there for a decade well, being tortured. Yeah, but they finally sent him back yeah. when he was on his deathbed, and he came back home to die. I'll never, I, I, like I said, if, if you go there, 
you are subject to their rules mm-hmm. and their penalties. And that's it. You want to go over there. You want to act like you're like your big baller. Your big baller brand. You can do whatever now, you want. There is a over big here. Difference. They'll slap you on the wrist. You can sit there and cry whatever you want. And you can get off over there. They'll chop your goddamn hands off, there and is, rightfully so. There Damn is right. a big difference between Adam Warmbier and um, the three kids from UCLA. Of course, there are. The, well, one can can I tell you what the biggest difference? is? I know is? the difference. Go ahead and tell it. Adam Warmbier didn't actually do what they accused him of doing. They accused him of uh, stealing. Uh, like a sign. Correct. And they have a very, very fake video, uh, supposedly of him, where you can hardly even see his face. And it's not, it's not clearly not him, anybody that knows anything about fake videos. Whereas they have actual multiple videos of these three kids uh, stealing from three different stores. And Warren Beer's attorney was there also. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. he was obviously yeah. able to get off. Yeah, and they, they tortured the guy, and they, they basically killed him. Right. And then at the last minute, uh, during some negotiation, they allowed him to come back home so he could die with his family. But if these kids weren't UCLA basketball players, and one didn't happen to be exactly who he was, would this have happened? No. If what do you mean? Just, if they were just random kids, they were just regular no, kids. They would, no, they would, no one, no, he would never hear from them. Exactly. Again. They would have been in jail, yeah. Exactly. So luckily for them, they got out, and they're back, and they've been suspended from the UCLA basketball team, though. I think they're going to miss the first half of the next game, and then they'll get to play in the second half if UCLA trails. Yeah, if they trail. Yeah. You hey, suffer enough. Get in there. <laughs> After the first TV timeout, you get back you in there. suffer enough. Get in there. Now, we do need to give a shout-out to Jim Allen Wyatt, who is joining us for the first time. He says, Facebook video app is great listening in San Francisco Bay Area. Beautiful. I'd listen to Tony every day if he had a show. Miss him on Gary's show. Thank you. You know what I'm bummed about? What? Gary had his anniversary show, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, and, well, it wasn't his call. No, I know, but nobody called you. Like, all these people were giving you crap for not calling in I to know. his anniversary show. I know, because Lee Hammer know. said no. We didn't, well, we didn't even know about it. You would have totally called No, me. I saw it on, on Twitter. But he not posted it afterwards. No, I saw when he was posted that today is my 25th oh. anniversary. Lots of surprises. And then I, I, I wrote a, a, a semi-comical tweet. Hey, I remember that show. Congratulations, or something like that. And uh, that's when everybody started saying, hey, why don't you call him? Why don't they call you? I don't make that call. Yes, I know. I would have called him, but I'm on 95.7 The Game, the competitor in San Francisco. But you were on with Gary, even when you were on with 95.7, they, they had you call in for something else. I forget what it I was. I know. Listen, it's not my call. Management wants to be like that. Uh, it's stupid. I don't have any hard feelings toward anybody out there. I love San Francisco. I know we do. Let's go to Cheltenham. I love Cheltenham, too. I drove through there today, actually. On my way to 309, right by there, you know, where the Cheltenham Mall is. you got to give me a little bit more warning there than that. Hang on now. There we go. I, was, I spent 10 seconds warming up about Cheltenham, figuring that you wouldn't need a lot of uh, I, setup. I, I to have hit a up. lot of things going on on my right. computer screen, Tony Bruno. Let's go to my man, the official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show, Jim from Cheltenham. Is Chris here? Yes. My son Chris will be making an appearance on the podcast. Oh, he will. Well. Nice. Oh. He's here. He's outside. Cash him outside. How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? What's going on, Jim? How are you tonight, pal? How you doing, Tony? Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Hi, Jim. Uh, Tony, was, uh, as you know, this is Eagles Cowboy Week. And Wait a minute. Is it Eagles Cowboy Week already? Have <laughs> you not been on Twitter in the last 36 yeah. hours? <laughs> I, just, ah, I, I finally got Jim to laugh. How about that? I man? just broke down all the remaining schedules of all the playoff teams in the NFC, Jim. 
You remember the time I spent working <laughs> on that? When you working in Los Angeles, you used to come back, you used to, come back to Philadelphia for the whole week. And exactly. I would always come back to Philly for Eagles week. You know, you know who's here for Eagles week as well? He got his hair all cut up and everything. He's growing his, uh, his Al-Qaeda beard back. The great Chris Bruno's in the house. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Right, before we put Chris on, Jim, let's get down to the business. Do you hear Jose trying to steal your act earlier by playing tape? That was all right. He tried to play a YouTube video. Tony, I used to bootleg Jim from Shawnee. He used to come on Fridays and he did the whole show there at Tony Luke's there in South Philadelphia. Exactly. I remember doing those Dallas Week shows, and then Harry Callis would come down and be live on the show at 7 o'clock in the yeah. morning at Tony Luke's. And uh, Jay Wright would come down. Everybody would come down when I was back in town. Now that I'm back in town, nobody comes down anymore. Even my son, who just finally showed up <laughs> from Delaware. And then, then on Sunday, you went to the game. This one year, you went to the game with your good friend Mark Willard. Yes. There in, I think it was 2006. And yeah, it was great seats. You got from StubHub. I think it was sitting down like on the 45. Yeah, StubHub was my sponsor. But up front, you were, was this one cowboy fan that gave you a hard time. I had to almost drop him. I almost resorted to physical yeah, violence for, for the first time. Luckily, it was before TMZ Sports, or I would have made one of the videos on Monday morning of me dropping a guy over a railing at uh, Lincoln Financial Field. <laughs> then you came on the next morning. You didn't have much of a voice, but you told the story on the air, and I have the clip from November 2006. Oh, let's go back to November 2006. Where were you, Luigi? Because you're a pro. you got to play injured sometimes, Tony. What you say? Sometimes you got to get in, you got to play hurt. I always play hurt. All right, let's go back to November 2006. Mark Willard, Tony Bruno in Philly for let's Eagles play. Cowboys. What's playing? I don't know. Hello? Jim? All right. In the meantime, we'll uh, we'll get you ready for the game. By the way, uh, everything just reverted. The uh, the Wednesday, of course, as we do the show on Wednesday the fifteenth, the all fifty three players for the Eagles were actually on the field practicing today for the first time. I mean, active guys. Obviously, the guys on the uh, injured reserve list aren't practicing. But Ronald Darby was out there. Zach Ertz was out there. So all the guys who've been hurt, uh, Jalen Watkins, all those guys are out there. So that's a good sign for the Sunday night game in Big D. And while that's going on in Dallas, you got the apparently the NFL is trying to force Jerry Jones out. Let's get Chris on the line here. Weirdest thing, I, I like. I have no idea what's going on right now. All of a sudden, I think it got uh, Blog Talk just kind of kicked everything off. <laughs> no, we're still on the air, right? Well, we're on the air. Okay. Facebook is everything's fine. It's just Blog Talk. Now, ladies and gentlemen, joining us, he made the trip all the way from rural. I mean, bum bleak Delaware. The great middle child, the spawn of Bruno, the great Christopher John. <laughs> oh! Bruno. Is that kind of like the spawn of Satan? Is exactly, that pretty close. Thing? Instance, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute now, because Chris's mic on. He's good. Yeah, he's so why are my sound? Why are my sound effects not playing now? Because nothing is going to come through that board right now. Well, how about our mics? That's coming through the board. The board, yes, but no sound, sound that's well. getting. I, I Did you hear the applause? No, I have it. Oh, that's what I said. I, I'm playing it. It's, you said nothing's coming through there. I got it. Thank you. Save the neck for me now. I don't know what's going on. We'll figure, we'll figure out the phone problem. Now, Chris, I haven't seen. When was the last time I saw you? 
Uh, geez, when was it? About four months ago? Hold it closer to the you mic. All right, we'll hold it right here. How about that? That's that good. Work? A son of a legend doesn't even know how to hold a microphone. Will you teach this kid anything, Tone? Hey, man, you didn't. You don't know my dad. I don't know what's <laughs> been on this microphone, so I'm trying to keep a little bit of a safe distance. It's fair enough. <laughs> don't get too close, because I can smell cigarette smoke on you. My mic's going to smell like cigarettes. Oh, Jesus. I hate to do it to you, Chris. <laughs> Chris looking good, though. Haircut. Thanks. Right, yeah. Robin, what do you think? You like it? He lost that, uh, that. He had that deliverance look a couple of well, months ago the, the last the time I saw him. He had look going for a while. Yeah, but now yeah the cult yeah. disbanded at the house. So the cult know. disbanded? I figured we'd clean up a little bit. The American Horror Story cult, did you watch that? No, I have not. That seen is the that. sickest show on television. It's, but the season finale was last night. I saw Stranger Things for the first time. I haven't seen it. I got to watch it. good, man. I watched the first episode and it bored me, but not, maybe I got to give it a second chance. I realize I'm paying for Netflix. I might as well give it a shot. You know Damn I mean? right. So. I steal my Netflix. I ain't paying for nothing. Good job out of you, homie. Damn right. I recommend stealing. Cable, net, no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. It's a crime. Unless you can. <laughs> Unless you're in China and you can get away with it. Remember back in the day, though, you had to hide the box. The cable man was coming. Yeah. Like, hide the hot box. <laughs> <laughs> we had the direct TV when we were younger. Exactly, and he right. And bring home a different car. Oh, just, different, you know, oh yeah. Just fry those cars back all in the, the time. Day. Absolutely. No, where I worked in L.A., I had an apartment, so I had her direct TV, and I had one. I paid for it, but then I wanted a couple extra boxes in the crib. Yep. So one of the guys I work with said, hey, I got these cards, and we can reprogram. <laughs> if they turn them off on you, you just bring them in, and I know the codes, and I had a, he had a code printer, and he could take the DirecTV card and then reprogram it, and then you take, and he would charge us 10 bucks, and I'd say, hey, you know, last a couple months, I'll put the 10 bucks in there, put it in, boom, had key, and then all of a sudden, they started catching up on it, and he couldn't download the codes anymore, so we were screwed. Technology. I know how to work a mic. In other words, you were a juvenile delinquent from way back No, when. I was a grown-up delinquent. And, that and wasn't a crime, though. Oh, that wasn't a crime. Stealing cable I was just an ex it wasn't no. a, I wasn't stealing cable. I was paying for it. I just I'm stole an I'm extra box. It. I didn't even steal the box. What did you steal? I had, the, I had another no, hot card. In the box. So I was paying for one room, and I actually only had two bedrooms. You're not two. doing anything that no one else wasn't doing at the You're time, damn right. Tony. You well, get what you have to do. You just tap into somebody else's cable. That's what they do around I here. don't do that. I pay for everything. No, but we know like every now and Except then. Except my tickets, which I will not pay. By the way, if you're PPA, if you're watching, Officer Catalano, whoever you are out there from the PPA. Oh, that piece of crap. You are the biggest piece He's of garbage one. human being on this planet. And I try to find this guy, and I can't find him when I run out there. He disappears. This guy gives me tickets every day, and I'm legally parked. I know. That's the problem. I pay to park on my street. I pay for a sticker. And because, you know, there's East Pass Yonk Avenue, a hot restaurant district, people can park on my street, go to the restaurant, and not pay the $16 stupid car fee, ballet. The ballet, yeah. They don't want to pay it. So they drive up your street, and then they park in a spot, and they don't get tickets. But I park on my street when I go out, come back, and there's a spot at the corner. Where there's a post, you're not supposed to park. I know. I'm spot. sometimes parked three quarters of the way in front of the post, and the quarter of my car is sticking out of the post. An and he writes me a forty-one dollar illegal parking ticket, not a meter At expired. Nine fifty-eight. Nine fifty-eight p.m. Writes me a forty, and he's done this multiple times. Two minutes before kickoff. Time. Yes, and let me just say this right now. I hope you're watching PPA because you are not getting one goddamn single solitary cent. You can come to my house. You can get Mayor Stinkin' Kenny. Get the goddamn inflatable rat out of here, you bastards. You come down here, you are never getting a dime. 
and you waste so much money sending me notices after the fact that it's gone up from 41 and you're ignoring it. They spend more money on postage trying to collect on tickets that people don't deserve. When I get a parking ticket or I'm at a meter and, and it's overdrawn, I pay the ticket. I pay it whenever I'm wrong. I'm not paying for tickets when I'm right. Get that straight, PPA, and don't give me any of your crap that this is Harrisburg does this. It ain't Harrisburg. I send my goddamn checks to the city of Philadelphia. The last time I checked, Philadelphia is not the capital of Pennsylvania. It's that hayseed hick town Harrisburg. Not anymore. Get some facts and come back and see. I am not paying it. I'm getting a compilation of the tickets, and I'm going to send them to Mayor Kenny's house, and I'm going to have a grand opening. Let's have a grand opening of me not paying a goddamn ticket. Uh, Greg Thor says they will boot you. They're not going to boot me. They will not boot my car because I'm in the right. And here's the biggest problem with the PPA. When you send them positive proof that you're in the right, yes. you're still wrong. I know. That's the best you part. You are guilty, yes. and you can never, ever beat a ticket, even when you have photographic proof that you didn't break the law. That's the problem that I have. If I break the law, give me a damn ticket. If I don't, don't you write a ticket to my car. And this guy Catalano, this greaseball bastard, whoever you are, I'm going to hunt you down one night on the streets, and I'm going to lay a beat down on you that you've never seen before. You're going to get an old-fashioned South Philly curb stomping. I'm going to bring Luigi out Damn and right. then Joe out and all my Goomba friends, and we're going to go no, good fellas on you. We're going to go good fellas on you. You're not going to come out. Chris would come off, but he's too far in Delaware. I it takes him two hours him. to get it. I'm going Sonny Corleone style. At that. Yeah, put him in the bathroom. No, the bathroom's, the bathroom's not punishment. <laughs> put his mouth in the He curb. only misses a couple of rolls of the dice if he's it's in the like bathroom. It's like this guy goes out of his way to be an asshole. He like, does. He really does. No, that's he the does. point. We've talked to other PPA the guys, and they're like, we would we, not have given you a ticket. No, it's Tony, only this one guy. So it happened where he got, he got myself and he got Tony on the same night, right? Yeah. We were both fine. So we come up. Tony goes out. We go look for the guy. Another PPA officer comes down, and, and we're like, I look at the thing. I'm like, what does your say? He goes, Canelano. I'm like, what does mine say? Canelano. So we go out to look for him. Now, we never knew what he looked like. So we go out and we see a gentleman walking down the street at a PPA uniform. And we're like, I go hey, running down the street now, looking we, for now, him. Now, I said, I Tony, hold up a second. So he goes up and he goes, Canelano? He goes, no. It was a brother, so I yeah, know it wasn't Canelano. It definitely wasn't Canelano. Well, maybe, you know. I, the I brothers know. are the cool guys. So he said, so The white PPA guys. But as soon as we mentioned his name. They're Nazis. So, as soon They're as we, the true supremacists and Nazis. As soon as we mentioned his name, as soon as we said, do you know Canelano? He goes, yep. Yeah, we know him. He's, he's notorious for it. I'm he hunting this guy down. out of his way to be a jerk off. What we're going to do is we're going to get you a trail cam for Christmas. We'll put it out front, and you'll get a picture of him. Then you can I don't need to. I'm legally parked. I don't worry about my car. That's why I have a parking sticker. But we want to know what he looks right. like. We'll get you a trail cam. You have him hanging on the front. Yes. And you know exactly what he looks like. He's a piece of shit. That's what he is. Wow. Hey, Robin, you don't curse. I do when, it's, when they deserve it. I do. It's an outrage. Again, I do the crime. I do the time. I'm responsible for my actions. But that is unbelievable. And I believe the people are with me on this. Are you with me? Oh, I'm yes. I'm with you. Are you with me? Doug McGregor I believe it's time to do a march. Another classic Tony Bruno rant. <sighs> Wine of that the was week. a short one. All right, let's was, get Jim back in here. Let's see if we can pull him back. Oh, he just dropped. Off. Well, no, I have my We got Jim back let's, now. Let's see. Jim, do we have him now? I believe so. I don't hear him, though. Let's see if he's there. Jim, can you hear us now? No, it's still coming through the wrong, so I'm going to have to pull it up on mine. Is it in the wrong hole? Yes, it's in the wrong hole. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand, Robin. I have him. I, it, it says he's, he's on here. It's, 
It's not coming up. Sorry, Jim. I don't know what happened. Keep him there. Robin's going to try to put him on. I, don't, I have no idea why he's not on right now. By the way, I'm not really a violent man. That was all, that was all hyperbole. I would never do that to a human being. Oh, Joe, Unless, Ruff's, Joe Ruff says, Catalano is a try-hard Boy Scout. I'll find a pic of him. <laughs> Be- Barbecue Beef Balboa on, on Twitter is saying, we hear Jim yelling, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> tapping his How come phone? we can't hear him? I don't know, man. He's, he's live. He's up. Everything's good. No, it's good. the same issue that we had before with a stupid computer. So, Luigi, you have to hang up so that I can dial in. And then we're going to hear the fa- fantastic. All right, Jim. We apologize. And Luigi doesn't even have an old... My Sony Vio works better than your computer. My computer's legit, dude. The problem is the program it's running on is it's, everything's all messed up, man. I, I an, can't do anything about it. It's an outrage. Send it out to get fixed. It comes back worse. You know, it's America, bro. See what happens, Chris? You think this is easy? Okay, it may look easy, F- but it's F- hard. We are going to we are gonna hear my the, the lovely computer going... Get out! Bloop, 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 get bloop, out! Bloop. Hear it, hear it, hear it. <sighs> Where's that broadband noise? No, no you that's can't not, that's not dial-up. Yeah, dial-up noise. No, but I, it needs to hear me. Otherwise, it won't be... The good news about this podcast, when we have these problems, you know what, what it means? Robin's going to be up to 1 in the morning editing all this crap out. So that it sounds like a professional show by the time it goes out again. I think 1 o'clock is actually nice on that version. Everybody, everybody believe we have Jim. Everybody gets to hear the... Oh, wait a minute. Jim is back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put your hands together. Just were you listening to the show on the way in? Oh, were you listening online? In the car? Yeah, on my phone. You, yes, Jim, now we hear you. I'm oh, sorry. We've got to get Jim on now. <laughs> yeah, let's get Jim. I want to hear this tape. Enough about me. Let's play a tape about me. <laughs> this, this tape happened way back in 2006. I remember it well. He went to the Cowboy game. And Joel was that one Cowboy fan. Let's go to the tape. You ready? I'm ready now. I was ready before, too, but... Here we go. And what did I do to that one cowboy fan, the loud, obnoxious guy sitting in the front row, who probably paid $1,000 for that seat that some Eagle fan decided, I don't want to come here, I'll make $1,000 on this $80 ticket, and some stupid cowboy guy just out of the federal pen, and that guy was out of the federal pen on a furlough. And what did I do to that guy near the end of the game, Mark Willard? That made me a proud, a proud American and a real fan. See, I'm not a rotisserie geek. I'm not a guy that's a degenerate gambler and only watches sports because I gamble and have fantasy teams all over the place. I'm a real fan because when I'm in my house and I'm watching my team and some miscreant is there and he's misbehaving, I threatened to drop a guy yesterday. I told that guy, I'm going to drop you after the game. Did I not, Mark? You said that right to him. I said to him, I'm going to drop you after this game, pal. And then he turned around and said, you do that. <laughs> you do that because then he looked at you and he looked in the mirror and did so I look scared of him? You didn't look scared of him, but that's because you guys both stayed six rows away, I believe. No, but that what happened as soon as Drew Badthrow threw the pit to Lito Shepard, he took it the other way. You ran down to him and you gave him some. That's right. I ran right down to him. And I security guard standing around. And I want to congratulate his face. I want to congratulate that guy for not turning around and dropping you. Because, by the way, he wouldn't have dropped me right now. Let me tell you that right now. He's six four two five. I don't care. He would have fallen over that railing. He was on the front row. Unlike L.J. Smith, who all he had to do was push DeMarcus Ware forward. Instead of trying to hogtie the guy, DeMarcus Ware would have fallen forward. This guy would have fallen over the railing and crashed and burned like Drew Bledsoe and the Dallas Cowgirls. We'll talk about that a little bit this morning. Wow. 
And you know what, Jim? And that's great stuff. Not not my comments, but the fact that you have that on tape. That was the end of the. That was the beginning of the Tony Romo era. Do you realize that? When Drew Bledsoe was stinking it up. He his first game the following week. Exactly. That was the last game that Drew Bledsoe started as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And he stunk it up against the Eagles here. And Mark Willard and I were there, keeping the Cowboy miscreants under control as the Eagles were keeping the Cowboys under control on the field. I almost dropped a guy that night. You heard it there first. You heard exclusive, actual eyewitness testimony. To that, <laughs> that was phenomenal. <laughs> we had Lito Shepard in there. Demarcus Ware. That's old school, baby. That's eleven years ago. Good stuff, Jim. Okay. <laughs> Tony, you they got the, they finally got a phone running director at ninety-seven point five. Yes, I know Eric Johnson well. I've known him for a long, long time. Eric Johnson, you know him? I've known. I've worked with everybody that's ever worked in the business. I I realize. Eric Johnson and I used to work together at Sunny 104.5 back in the day. He was a DJ there. Wow. And then he, uh, he, he worked up into programming, and he was over at New Jersey 101.5 as the program director for a while. So Eric's worked his way up in the business. Good guy, and he deserves a job, and I think he'll do a great job. I heard you talking last week that you lost all your Overman tapes. Yes, off my DVR from my DirecTV because I had DirecTV. No, I was, we were here when I was doing Overman. That's right. No, my Comcast box, the original box where you saved everything to the box before it went to the cloud, and then if you gave the box back, you couldn't download it because it was all gone. That happened to my DirecTV stuff. All my Raiders post-game live shows were on that, and I lost all of those too. But now the good thing with Xfinity is everything that you, you save goes into the cloud so you can go find it, right? I really don't know. I, I, I bought a, um, before the DVRs came out, a year before, Sony made a, a I would call it pre-DVR. Basically, there's a hard drive on there, and it was like 200 hours, and there's a DVD machine. That's what I keep, still use today, you know, and I have about eight of your shows on there. If you want them, any of them, I'll try to get them. Oh, okay, beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks, Jim. Because I'd rather have that than these DVRs today, because this way I can keep everything on the hard drive and just transfer it to the DVD yeah. player. I, don't, I have so much stuff. I have tapes from the 70s and 80s and uh, sports interviews with legendary people. I have all that stuff on reel-to-reel and cassettes, Jim. I have it, Seriously, I have cassettes. I have boxes of cassette tapes and reel-to-reels, and I haven't had time to do them because I've been working on my house. I just put a new stove in my kitchen and you know, finished up the basement. I'm doing plumbing work. I'm doing electrical stuff. So it's slow, but you know, when the, in the dead of winter... I'm going to sit down here by myself like a pathetic loser in the basement and go through old tapes. Like, uh, like you know, in the movie uh, Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. You're going to fall right through, when the, he through goes the, up the, the attic. When he ceiling, goes up in the attic and puts the projector on. You're going to find all my old Christmas presents. Exactly I'll, right I'll, up there. Yeah. I'll hang with you, man. I will li- we'll, we'll sit up here. We'll get for shticking. We'll listen to we'll listen to old we'll listen to old old tapes of you and Gary. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll throw in a few episodes of Funkin' Fantasy from the beginning. Yeah, and we'll yeah. get drunk and just cry ourselves to sleep. And we'll it. look out of the window and see Robin going to the King of Prussia Mall while we're sitting upstairs in the ba- in the attic. Meanwhile, meanwhile, as 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 a. Frank Catalano's freaking hooves are just tapping on our roofs, writing tickets on our roofs. How do you know his name tickets. is Frank? His name's Frank. How do you know? Because his last name's Catalano. Why would his first, how do you know his first name's it Frank? It just fits. It's not Joey. It just fits. Joey Catalano? It fits. I'm telling you, his name's Frank. It fits. I don't know what it is. Whatever. I know it's Catalano, and I'm coming after you, sucker. You don't have to come after me. He comes after you. Yeah, he comes after week. me. He like, he's like a ghost because you never see him. 
How many times? He's a big, he, no, I've seen him. He's a big boy. Are you too, sure? Man. Yeah, he's, he's How heavy. many nights have I gone out there and then start running down past Yonk Avenue looking for him <laughs> in a rage, in a fit of rage? <laughs> too many. That's why he. That's why you. And can't he's find I never him. find him. I'll tell you what, though. They keep writing you tickets. You'll lose that weight in no time. PPA's not two seconds off by 40. Are you kidding me? I'm demanding a march like the Meek Mill march the other day. I'm demanding a march of all Philadelphians and people who come to the city and get ticketed for no apparent reason by the corrupt PPA, which has its own reality show. On, on Parking a- Wars, man. Parking yeah, Wars. A&E, I think. Is it A&E? Yep. It's still on? Yeah, it's still on, Parking Wars. It's the only successful agency I in the state of Pennsylvania. It's more successful than the lottery. It's more successful than any soda tax or anything else. It raises, it generates more income than any other agency. Because they got these people out on the streets, you know, writing tickets because they get a cut of the action. And they, unlike the lottery, it's detrimental to all Senior citizens, that's right. It doesn't benefit senior citizens. At least not every day. Not every I, didn't day. Tr- I don't trust them people. So that's why I took the train when I came down to your show that, a couple for last month. I know, but I have to park here. I live here. You don't have a choice. I know. <laughs> There's no place to park. It's not like I park in the middle of Broad Street and those people don't get tickets. I get a ticket parking in my own street in a legal spot. That's the worst part about it. It's an outrage. Legally park. Your scooter was the worst one. If Frank Rizzo were still around, they wouldn't make a statue for him. <laughs> and he'd get that ticket fixed for me. Yes, he would. What happened in the good old days when you knew somebody and get your tickets fixed? Yeah, I know a guy. <laughs> Doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter anymore. It's a shame, man. All right, Jim. Good stuff, man. Good to talk to you. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. I tell you, well, have a happy Thanksgiving to everybody there. All right, happy there he is, the great Jim. Jim in Cheltenham. The official archivist of the Tony Bruno Show. He's got tapes of when Chris was born, I think, on the radio. Really? Yes. He doesn't have tapes of you making, Chris, does he? No, he doesn't have that. I have those myself. I'm sure you do. No, I lost those in the divorce settlement, too, I believe. <laughs> so, Chris, what's up, man? Nothing. Same old stuff. Different you got to get the mic closer to your mouth, man. What do I need it in my mouth? I, no, see, close. I see how you spray that mic. I don't like spray I it. I'm close to it. Yeah. I'm a broadcaster. I've been doing this forever. Don't you remember? <laughs> I try not to sometimes. See, I'm not jinxing the Eagles this year. Every when the Eagles were going to the championship games every year in the 2000s, what would you say, I'm, oh, we're going to win, we're going to go. No, I'd always say, I'm going to book you guys tickets because I'm going to the Super Bowl. That's true. Okay. So I would book Chris and AJ, my two sons, tickets. I brought booked AJ to San Diego, out there because uh, the Eagles were supposed to play in San Diego in that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So AJ flew to LA. I was living there, and then I went and picked him up at LAX and drove all the way back to San Diego, and we were there, and the Eagles didn't win the championship game. Right. Because that was when the Super Bowl was the very next Sunday. They didn't right. have the two weeks. So you waited till Sunday, but you had to make sure you had plane was reservations. Was that the Tampa? I think it was Tampa game. That was the Tampa Bay championship I so. game? Yeah. I don't, I don't I have lost I was track. at that one. Yes. The Tampa game. It was 17 degrees outside. Exactly. I was at there, too. I was actually the first, first play of the game, Tampa ran it back for a touchdown. I was handing out to, uh, to the rally towels before the game started. Really? Yeah, I was handing out, the, I was handing out rally towels and then got, stand on, and got to stand on the field. Oh, you were part of security? No. <laughs> How long like, were you handing out? Were you working guy. for a strip club? A no, guy. I just I was hand, I got I got paid and I was handing out tickets. I was handing oh, out so the rally paid. Tail. It was a job. Yeah, I was working for the stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they let you stay on the field for a little bit. All right. Then they throw you the hell out of there. No, we just left on. Did our they own. tase your ass when they we tried to get you off, off the field? No, I, I followed Rondé Barber right out of the tunnel. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so then and then uh, I took AJ to New Orleans for a Super Bowl. <sighs> oh. And then I took Chris and AJ to Houston to Houston for a Super Bowl that the Eagles should have been in. That's when they lost. They choked Carolina. That's that right. Year. Remember that game? Tony. 
you got a horrible record with this man. I know. So the Suns will not be invited to Minnesota <laughs> in January. And I think they're probably grateful for that. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they I'm are. okay with that. Minnesota's nice, but I don't need to be there It's in too January. cold. I think I'll be bitching a little bit in Minnesota when I'm there. I'll be bitching with you, homie. I don't like the cold. Nobody's going to bitch as much as uh, Tim Cates, though, when we were in Houston. When I iced over with the Dallas. No, Dallas. That wasn't Houston. That's right. It was Dallas. The Dallas Sorry. Super Sorry. Bowl it was, where it was, it was frozen insane. over during the week. And nobody can go out and drive. Atlanta was like that too. The Atlanta, Tim one of the Atlanta Kate Super Bowls, Atlanta. was such a baby. Now, of course, he didn't. He, he being the Californian, he didn't um, pack for cold weather. He didn't know. He didn't own anything. He didn't own gloves. Right. He didn't own a jacket. He didn't. Well, he had own a jacket. Like, he had a, no, you know, he layer had, his windbreaker. He yes. did not have a jacket. All he had was that little uh, like a, a suit coat, like a sports vest. He had a UCLA Jim Harrick autographed uh, Bru- Bruins. Uh, nice. A jacket. I think that's the only thing you had with him. But it was it's fun going on stuff. But you're not going to Minnesota, Chris. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. I'll be okay. Now, you're doing any smoothie work right now? So Chris, by the way, has his own smoothie business. You know that, right, Luigi? Yeah, absolutely. And he also rescues dogs. And we did a, we went to a Moonshine last Thursday night when we were there. Luigi was doing Funk and Fantasy. But next door, there was a big charity event. Mums and Mutts. Mums and Mutts. And the woman who does the local shelter and, and uh, animal rescue... We started talking to her. What is her name, Robin? You got a card. I believe it was Megan. Uh, yeah, Megan. And Megan. we told her about my son, Chris, who rescues yeah. dogs and uh, senior dogs, which are the hardest to rescue. How many dogs do you have now, Chris? Uh, I don't know. How far does this go? I don't want inter- to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, over a dozen right now. Over a dozen rescued senior dogs. And those are the dogs people don't want to adopt. Yeah, the ones we have. We're not, like, hoarding dogs either. We have the ones that have either been readopted out or have medical issues that we just don't, you know, it'd be a, a difficult time for them to adapt and a new human to be able to take care of them properly. So they're kind of happy where they are. So we kind of just let them be. And, and they're kind of on, a lot of them are kind of on their last leg. Right. So they're, a ho- they're, they're a hospice situation yeah. where we could put them in a home, but they're just, it's going to be a lot of just right. weird stuff. So they're happy where they are. We just take care of them and. You know, they enjoy it, and so do we. You're saints. You and your wife, Erica, do an amazing job taking care of these animals that other people don't want. And in cold weather, you bought, you lost your house a year ago almost, exactly I, a year ago. I was, to here, the day. I was, I was house-sitting while you guys went to his house to help him out when he had the fire over there, and you guys sent me some pictures of the dogs and everything like that and all the work you guys were doing. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I, so almost a year ago, Chris. Yeah, well, trust me, I, I know every day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember every day. I remember when we were down there. It was one of the coldest days ever. We were trying That's to put true. fencing That's in. And you were, you were stopping at the Walmart. Degrees. You were buying all kinds of... You had to go get gloves. You had to stop yeah. at Home Depot, get supplies. You had to get all kinds of stuff to, to try to keep warm. Because I, I had a coat and gloves, but it was so cold, I had to go buy the real thick ones, you know, the ones with the full pocket. Yeah, it was blistering cold. It was. It was, like, dangerously no, cold. it was, like, yeah. seven degrees that day. I yeah. know that. It yeah. was nasty. And we were out there all day working hard, and I'm glad. Uh, and we didn't we, even have heat in the new house either. We had exactly. space heaters, right. so it's not like we come in and warm up. Yeah, we, we, I think we got you like five space heaters to put all over the place, and then we got... Uh, and a lot of people helped out with yeah. your GoFundMe to help you oh, guys get back yeah, on your feet. No. It's, it was amazing, the uh, outpouring and support, and we very much appreciate it. No, you guys do a great job. I mean, to me, I don't know how you do it. I, I don't know. I mean, we have three cats... And they're great, but they're young, crazy cats. And you have all these old dogs. And you have some cats, too. Yeah, we have two cats. We have a cat and a kitten. Although he's uh, almost six months now. So he's still a kitten, but he was another one that was just dumped somewhere. So, well, And then, you know, the, and we the, the, and then p- one of the cats that you have was one that you thought was dead, and actually you found him. Survi- he survived. One of the dogs. Oh, I thought it was one of the cats as well. No. Well, one of the, uh, if, with all the dogs we had, there was actually four, three, four dog, three dogs still in the house that once I got home were still alive, and I found them in different rooms and grabbed them Amazing. and brought them out. 
and one of the cats was still alive, yeah. and I grabbed him and brought him. That was him he was too. in the basement, right? Correct. Like yes. Underneath, like yeah, a he was TV hiding behind a... the TV in the wow. in the basement area. And then we had one lost dog that we were able to find the two days later with some help from the local. Yeah. And I was down there when you were looking for him, and then you finally found him. You put a you put a, 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 a crate out in the middle of a field yeah. in the area where people had seen him, and put some food in it. And he, and he went, went in. back in, and yeah, so Chris was able oh. to yeah, get Yeah, Eric had stayed there for a day and a half and was about to get to be 20 degrees the next night, or that evening, and we were supposed to get some snow. So we got one of the uh, big traps from the local SPCA. They were nice enough to lend it to it's us. It's a humane trap. Yeah, yeah no, it's just to say, yeah, they catch his own, doesn't hurt him, obviously. And Eric had been out there for 14 hours, so I was like, well, let me come up and do it. So on the way there, Royal Farms is a local, like, chicken. Yeah, Royal, Farms. Chicken. Yeah, Royal Farms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went to Royal Farms and grabbed some boneless chicken. And we put that in the cr- in the uh, the cage, and he was in there in five minutes. Was it extra crispy? Original recipe? What, what did you get? It, whatever they had for uh, the boneless. Nice yeah. boneless. That's good stuff, man. That's that. Uh, no, it's, it's a it's a great story, and, w- and what he's doing is phenomenal stuff. And it's it's hard, man. It's got to be hard to upkeep yeah. all those animals, and then the day to days as well. Well, and then the medication for yeah. Chris all takes the, takes dogs. the dogs back to. He lives two hours. South up here, right? Yes. What's correct. the town down there in the Georgetown? Sorry. Georgetown, Delaware, not Georgetown, Maryland. That's way down there. Yeah, we're t- uh, 15 minutes from uh, Rehoboth Beach. It's nice down there, but he lives in I the know. woods. I mean, in the woods. I know you show you show me the drive up all the way up yeah. to his house. I mean, yeah. at night you turn your you turn your headlights off on the road. You don't see nothing. No, screw that, man. I see, you guys I, I, watch I, Stranger Things. We I watch, just saw it. Yeah. We, we watch Alaskan Bush people. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually reality TV just happening right outside of your house. Exactly. That's the difference, man. Exactly. See now, so he lives like where you like you kind of drive down the side of the road and you look out and you just kind of like you think like you seen Jason just chasing someone with a with a chainsaw. Exactly. Yeah, the hell with that. Noise. Okay. I'm just doing like a random search to see if I can find somebody named Catalano on Facebook. There is somebody named Guido Catalano. No. Is that the PPA guy? Facebook detective. I doubt it. I doubt it. But wouldn't it be hysterical if that was actually him? Oh. (laughs) Yo, cuz. Yo, cuz. Guido Catalano. Get out. This guy. Get out. This is is an authentic Guido. He's actually from Italy, so it's not him. But I you can be a Guido funny. if you're not from Italy, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that another one of those uh, uh, nasty names we call Italians? When yes. you, well, if you're Italian, you can call somebody a Guido. Is that how it works? Or a grease ball. Yes. He, he set the tie but if the you're word. not, you can't call somebody a Guido. I hope no. that's right, because that's what I do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he's Italian, too, I think. No, Guido Catalano is actually in, from Turin, Italy. That's where the shroud is. So he's legit. He's legit. Yeah. He's legit. Yeah, he's there for the he's not shrouded in secrecy. like uh, Anyway. So, Chris, now where, what are you doing in Philly tonight? Erica has a concert, so I figured I'd drop her off. And Who's in town no. tonight? Uh, him. Oh, I've heard of him. Their farewell tour. Him. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Who's him? It's, it's a band. I've heard of him. Him. I was yeah. just happy they. H Y M M or H I M. H I M. It's a dude or a group. It's a group. It's so him is a group, but the weekend is a guy. I so, love him. <laughs> weekend. Him is a group, but the weekend is a guy. Correct. Would you think the weekend would be a group? And then him would be a guy. Isn't that that park in a driveway kind of a thing? Yeah. Who's on third? Is this him? This is actually the one of the I never heard songs. of it. This is him. Wings of a Butterfly. Who the hell is him? You've heard this song. This yeah. is the only song you might have heard. Is it on a commercial? It was, the, it was a really mainstream song, man. It was. It was? Yes. Man, am I out of touch with modern day crap. And I'm pretty up on pop culture. How many hits do they have? I not have no many. idea. They're not my band. I don't That's know. Ask her. here with you. <laughs> they're not at like the Wells Fargo Center, are they? No, no. They're at the uh, TLA. TLA? The, uh, no, the Electric uh, Factory. The Fillmore. The new Fillmore. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay.
They've been, yeah, this, 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 is, this, this is, is their big time song. This is their farewell tour, so I think they had Oh, it's their, farewell tour. Yeah, I didn't no, even know they were around. Exactly. How long were they around? A week? Burger King was able to give them a couple weeks off so they can get their farewell tour That's nice. and then get back to work. They should have just worked for Chick-fil-A. They did it on a Sunday. It would have been easier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they work. heard this song. No, I've never yes, heard this song. This is the kind of thing that my son Christian would like. They're not really no. alt, though, right? They're not, not like anymore. No, these guys think themselves to be some sort of like hardcore rock punk thing. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Yeah, like emo ish. Like I don't know. No, Chris music. is really alt. Actually, you know what? To be fair, Christian actually likes anything live. Doesn't matter what it is. If it's live. How about live, live. Has live? he ever seen live, live? He's from Pennsylvania. Do you know that? Live, right? yeah. From York, PA. I know likes, that. He just likes live music. Doesn't matter what it is. Robin's future son in law is, is from York, PA. That's correct. Well, beautiful. Um, is he in line? Him. No, not no, he's not yet. alive. You know what Tony likes, though? You know what I like? Yeah. <laughs> him? What you gonna do about him? This guy is unfortunately not touring any longer. No, 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 no. <laughs> but he'll never die. Speaking of him, trip- will be no- him will be nobody in 10 years. Yeah, he gone. Biggie will, be, <laughs> yeah. Biggie will be around forever. Biggie's more popular dead than he was alive. Damn right. Speaking of really good strip club music... Oh, yeah, we do have to go to Florida. I do we? have a fantastic Florida... 15 update. minutes over, we're going to Florida... Chris, Better late than never. Why Chris not, has been Tony? to Florida many, many, many times. That is true. I have. He has. Chris is the only person who ever got Tiger Woods to autograph a baseball for him at, at Atlanta Braves spring training. Me and Are the other serious? 35 people in line, but yes. That's okay. No, no, no. We were on the field. When I was working at ESPN, we were at Disney and we're at Wide World of Sports, and that's where the Atlanta Braves trained. So Chris came down there once. And we're on the field, and you know this. Yeah, it was a Braves uh, Astros game because Jeff Bagwell was there. Exactly. So we're on the field after the game, and then Tiger Woods is there, and he comes on. But no, this is pregame, right? Right. Yeah, it's pregame. Pregame. So everybody's on the field for you know batting practice and infield. Sure. And Tiger Woods is there. So all these all these players, the players were picking up balls. Yeah, John Smoltz cut in front of me to get an autograph. So John Smoltz, all the Braves guys, all the Bagwells, the the Biggios, the, the Bs. So then I said, Chris, go pick up one of those balls. Get in line. So he goes over, Tiger Woods signs a baseball for him, still has it. Yeah, it's pretty the cool. sad part of that is it's like the stock market. I should have right. sold that a long time yeah. ago. You got, you got a Tiger Woods signed baseball. He's got a Pat O'Brien signed bat. Right. <laughs> the Pat O'Brien bat was worthless the day he signed it, except to me. It for... No, but that Tiger Woods is still one of the greatest it's of all so time. It's so cool to have the yeah, same. Still... He still but will be the... one of the greatest golfers of us. It's like saying, well, Arnold Palmer's dead, but he hasn't played golf in 50 no, years. He's still, he's still legendary. He's Tiger still, Woods is legendary. He's still one of the goats. At the time of the signing, I mean, that was like I'd buy a couple houses with it. Now it's like, all right, that's a nice souvenir. It's like Todd McFarlane when he bought the, all the Mark McGuire and uh, Sammy Sosa balls. Yeah. And he paid a yeah. gazillion dollars for them, and now they're worthless. Yep. But he's still got a gazillion dollars because he does all the spawn and all the other stuff. So he's very rich and famous, Todd That's McFarlane. So people like, you know, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. on the McGuire rookies. Jim Mint Tans! Jim Mint Tans! Ridiculous. Shall we go back to Florida? Let's go back to Florida, as we just gave you a little Florida si- sidebar. And your correspondent. Absolutely. A woman who's also been to Florida several times. Let's go to Brown. Down to Florida. Sorry. Where are we going? We're going down to Broward County, Palm Beach. There's down South Florida down there. Yep, down South Florida. North of Miami is right, Chris. You know your your, uh, east coast of Florida, Atlantic coast. Thanksgiving is known for giving, right? Yes. Or turkey. And turkey. And wings, breasts, yeah. yeah. All of those things. And speaking of breasts, three cheetah locations, otherwise known as a fine establishment for young Cheetahs, women. Cheetahs, absolutely. <laughs> 
uh, strip clubs are getting into the giving spirit. We don't have any cheetahs in this area. They're big down in Atlanta and down in Florida, right? I don't think there's any in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But it, but it is a chain. It's right. a local chain. And they're giving it, getting into the giving spirits where they provide for the needy this holiday. Oh, I'll, I'll be down there. I'm pretty needy oh, right now. Wonderful. Yeah, well, they're handing out 3,000 turkeys for Thanksgiving. Wow, 3,000 turkeys? Yes. And now, unlike W uh, KRP. KRP in Cincinnati, they will not be dropping them from the sky. They will be handing them out. But other than that, there's really little information as to how you can get one of these 3,000 turkeys. Um, it's just that they it's, it's Do they have changed. basters that go along with them, or are they, <laughs> are they supplemental? <laughs> <laughs> are they sold separately? <laughs> now, it says that you get... The one thing that it does say is first come, first serve for the turkey giveaway. When, which day is this? November 20th. Which day is that? What is day? What Today's is the fifteenth. It's, no, it's Wednesday. Yeah, so that's Sunday or Monday. I think it's. I think it's Sunday. Is it on Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Because then Monday or Thursday. Hold on, I have to get. I don't have my phone. Sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth. What is so it's the five days? That's Monday. Monday. Monday's the twentieth. Okay, Monday the twentieth. Sheep. I use my hand to do that. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, you know how when we got our free Wait, so they're giving away turkeys on Monday at three cheetahs locations in Broward County? In Broward County. There's three of them in Broward County? Palm Beach. Yeah, that's Broward County. Yeah. And so it's the Cheetah Pompano Beach, the Cheetah... It's Pompano Beach, Robin. Oh, excuse me. Pompano. Where's the button on that one? Let me give it one of those. How do you say it again? Pompano. Pompano. Named after a fish. In Europe, it would say Pompano. Uh, Cheetah Hollandale Beach and Cheetah Palm Beach. So those three. Wait, so it's Pompano. Pompano, Hollandale, and Palm, Palm Beach. Beach. Okay. How big are the turkeys? It doesn't say. It's free. There's 300 free turkeys. 3,000. 3,000 turkeys. 3,000 turkeys. There are 3,000 turkeys that go into those strip clubs on a Wednesday, on a Monday. <laughs> That's no. why they're splitting it to three, <laughs> three clubs. Now, That's I, a thousand turkeys a place. So oh, there, there's all sorts of things going on in my head. Like when we got our free turkey from <laughs> I Acme. I just want to keep laughing because that was so good. From the Acme, we had to spend $100, $100 to get a free turkey. To get the free turkey. And at, um, you didn't have to do it in $1 bills, though. No, no. exactly. But so, like, what do you do? Do you have get to, your like, for less than 100, normal go strip club. two champagne rooms and then you get the free turkey? I think do it's you, four dances and you get the turkey. Well, I mean, it says first come, first serve, but, like, how do you have to come? I think it's just people who show up. It might be show a metaphor. Up. It's just show up. You're taking this literal. Nobody's going to a strip club on a Monday before Thanksgiving. <laughs> so you have to have a little incentive. Well, that's your happy ending. Here's your yeah, turkey. There you, yeah. there you go. It's like a twofer. Is it self-basting, I hope? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I think you take it home and you baste it yourself. <laughs> like it have most one tur- of those little like, pop-ups? Yeah, like most turkeys do. <laughs> it might be a big yeah. pop-up. I don't know. It's got a little pop-up. It gets the right temperature and it pops up. Now, is Chris on camera now? Is he on? Yeah, he's on the one camera, the wide shot up there. Chris, wave to all your friends out there watching. All three of you guys. How you doing? Just thousand, you know, there's a hundred thousand people. I, you said of my friends. Oh, okay. So I said three. You have three friends already? Uh, yeah. Well, you live I, in rural I've Delaware. Been trying. It's been a lot of work. <sighs> Seriously, Chris, where Chris lives is the most rural place I've seen. But That's on are, purpose. There are homes around him, though. Yeah. It's not like he's out in the middle of bum f Egypt. My other son AJ lives in the, in the middle of nowhere too. 
That's true. He finally uh, figured it out and moved out of D.C. area. It's actually, you know, it's, it's tempting. <laughs> now, he's in, what's the name of that town? And he's in he's, Maryland, though. He's in Sanderville, Maryland. Sanderville, Maryland. He's about two miles from the uh, Russian embassy. Exactly. The Russian embassy. Yeah, the Russian sure. embassy down in Kent Island. You know where Kent Island, Maryland is? No, I don't. No, it's in Centerville, the embassy. It is? Yeah, if you go out But the, it's uh, on the way to Kent Island. on the Corsica, yeah. Right. It's right off the Corsica. On the Corsica River. Not the, the Corsican Corsica. Brothers, of course. Not the Chevy Corsica. No. You know who was in the Corsican Brothers, right? No. Cheech and Chong. Is it? Yeah. That's bad Cheech and Chong knowledge That's right there, man. before our time, I think, I Luigi. Way before Everything Cheech and Chong did was before your time. That's not true. You know, you and Luigi are the same age, you know. Are we? No, you just turned 36, right, Chris? That's true. I yes. turned 36. Look at in two that. Weeks. That's good. That's good sun knowledge there. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, I know you turned 36. Yeah. Luigi's prepped, turning 36. He prepped and, before I got he's here. Better, I did. better than my dad. I call my dad up and I go, he goes, hello. I go, hey, dad. He goes, who's this? Well, dad, you got a 50 50 <laughs> shot. It's either, me, it's either me, your son, your first son, or your, or my, your other son. You got two people. Dad, who's this? Don't feel bad. I was outside the window for like an hour trying to call him and text him. I'm watching him what? ignore was that the text I saw walking back. And yeah, the door's open. I, I don't know this. I, I, I'm Why, we would leave the door open I'm for looking you. through the window. I see him ignoring my text messages. You didn't Luigi, text so me. Don't I don't look bad. at text messages I when I'm on. I see someone walking past. I know. I did the same thing. I'm like, I keep seeing this light. Well, who's out there? You know, I just, as long as he's not writing me a ticket. What time did you show up, Chris? That's all I kept saying. You showed up at 8.36, 8.29. Yeah. It's an hour and a half into the show. I figured I get you would have texted me here. before the show and, and say, I'll be here around 8.30. So I didn't, got, I didn't get any text. I didn't know you were going to be here. So we have stuffed shells. And there is a Food. thing called a doorbell. Which I don't want to interrupt the show. I mean, you don't interrupt. Are you kidding? This show? <laughs> you interrupt? I'm just trying to keep the, the that show's level. nothing but an interruption. What are you talking about? Jesus. So anyway, Meanwhile. that's your that's your Thanksgiving turkey based. Yeah, back to so Florida. Basically, they're going. Story. Anybody who shows up gets a turkey. Yes. Because there aren't a thousand guys going to a strip club For on turkeys. the Monday before Thanksgiving. That's well. I mean, I don't know. It depends on who's uh, who's appearing. Yeah, but especially some of those, if it's a midday crowd. You know, you got the the, the lunch uh, crowd, the, the early lunch, rush, the lunch crowd women. You know, they're usually like the uh, the housewives who are just trying to make a couple bucks before the kids get home from school. I hate. You. I don't but know, some like, of those I'm guys. I'm trying to imagine, like, oh, honey, you got a turkey. Yeah, here's a turkey, sweetie. Yeah, I but some of those cost me $19,000. <laughs> oh, is that what all those uh, special credit card uh, swipes are? Why, why is this turkey covered in glitter? What the frick is going on here? <laughs> Wait a minute. Some How many little splits of champagne did you have to pay for that? <laughs> exactly. Those things are $60 each. They're only like four ounces. Oh, God. <laughs> some of those guys, you got to wonder. I mean, that's the four days before Thanksgiving. How are they going to keep that cold? Exactly. You know, some of those guys. No, it's probably frozen turkey. It's got to oh, be it's frozen. It's easily turkey. frozen. Ain't bringing no fresh turkeys in a strip club. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you kidding me? You got to watch out for bacteria on those babies. <laughs> gobble, well, it doesn't gobble, say. Mother. So, I mean, they may release them inside the club. No, I doubt and it. it's kind of catch your own. Right, yeah. No, we brought a lie. We pardoned the turkey a few years ago. I was ago. there. Chris yeah. was there for that show. The original show. I was there. The oh, first was, ever show. That's, that's, a laugh factor. that's the last time I saw Chris, but three years ago, Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I, I had to pay show. for that ticket, too. He, did you pay? No, it was free. It was free. Free, free, free to park? No, free to come in. Well, it's free for me to park. I, I, know, where this, I know how to get around the city. Exactly. I named that turkey, too. It was Mike Concho. He was a handsome guy. Mike Concho himself, yep. Yeah, it was awesome. Wasn't that turkey awesome? Yeah, he was good. I think he took Next week, we're going to have to play the video, replay that. Of the the turkey uh, walking around? The shattered glass guy, too. The guy eating the glass. Max Major. Uh, Max Max Major. Major. Ate the light bulb. Yeah, that's right. Uh And And then then I started to eat the light bulb. And I I freaked out. No, 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 no. He kept going. I could probably learn how to do it. Because you could do it without hurting. Why? You don't just go into it. 
It's a learn. What do you, how do you, you how do you learn? What do you do to train to eat glass? You should ask Max Major. He was right there. It's you know he told me how to do it. it glass is very uh, light bulbs are very thin glass. Yeah, so you t- you it's snap like you're biting it and then you, a you martini grind it down glass. and then you like a wine bottle, right? It's not like you're chewing. Yeah, it's wine not like bottle. you're chewing this. This thing's thick. You know, you could sink that in the water by the marina, and it'll and turn to sand. Five years, yeah. it'll turn to sand. I know that's an old story. Nobody wants to hear it. <laughs> what? It's an old story that. Uh, All right. I never. Heard what else? That's pretty much we're it, done. right? Yeah, we're done. Are we done? We done already? Yeah. The... We got to play one more turkey tip, though. We only played one. Well, we just, play one we more. We give him a tip just for a second, then we move on. No, give him one more turkey tip because Thanksgiving's next week. While you're queuing it right, up, and, I wanted... it. and their turkey being cooked is hinging on this tip. I hear you exactly. And it's, I it's thank... a public service. We we want to thank Michael and David Winery. Yes, absolutely. Um, for being a fantastic sponsor for the show. We're looking forward to our next box. <laughs> yes. Oh, we're dying. <laughs> We've had to resort to box of wine here. It's an outrage. You know, it is an outrage. Um, and um, we want to remind everybody re- for the Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve show, Triple Eve. What date is that now? That is She's going to be 22nd. handing out turkeys also. No, no turkeys. <laughs> this is the 22nd. So December 22nd will be our big it's Tony Claus Friday Christmas night. Eve. Tony Claus at Moonshine. South Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Correct. From seven normal time, 7 to 9 p.m. And uh, join us prior to the adult version. Tony Bruno will be dressed up as a full-on Santa Claus if you want to bring your children. Yes. But then you have to kick your children out because then... Then we do the blue show. The blue show starts at 7, at 7 o'clock at night because <laughs> that's, that's, that's adult time, 7 to 9. Yes. On, Christmas, on a Friday night before Christmas, someone's getting pregnant. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> And it ain't going to be on this show. I'll tell you that right now. Hell no. <laughs> so please join us on the, Christ- the Christmas Triple Eve. Now, did, uh, did Erica go to the hymn show by herself? No, her friend uh, from New York came down. Oh, okay. That's not, chicks don't go to like concerts by themselves. So she went right? to see him with her. Oh. Exactly. That right, exactly. makes sense. See? Him. Him. I can't believe her. I've never, because I'm pretty hip on uh, current stuff. Well, this was current about 10 years ago. Yeah. That's why oh, it's him a farewell was around tour. That, it's the so farewell tour. It's saying goodbye, like When Tony. Weezer was big and uh, well, who else? They're still around. I'm saying Tim Weezer's. Had a cu- they had a cup of coffee, man. They were really, but it was, it was like a flash in the pan, Tony. It was real well, quick, Yeah, it's man. like my favorite band, Better Than Ezra. They had a couple of Better Than Ezra, hits. dude. I they're still better. around. No, but they're still around, but they're not like the, well, the Weezer's and the guys that you hear, you know, or Blake Shelton that every song he writes But he's still making a lot of music, though. He's writing a lot of music still. Now, who's the group that I sang with? And I finally found them a picture of them because Rob went through all the pictures. Uh, what was the group, Rob? And I sang with them with Chuck Wilson on ESPN Radio at the Super Bowl in San Vegan Diego. Rich? No, no, no. That was in Tampa. The guys that had the song uh, uh, All For You. Oh, yeah. Um, all For One? No, no All, all for, for You. It's Ain't hard to say what it is oh. I see in you. Sister Hazel. Sister yes. Hazel. Yes. And they're job. still touring, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. So him was their equivalent. They had Sister a couple Hazel. big hits, but they're you know they have a cult following. Yeah. Okay. Sister Hazel so. still tours. Right. Exactly. Uh, what's the uh, Dishwalla like still? Dishwalla right. still tours. You a Dishwalla fan, no, Luigi? No, but Sister Hazel, their website still works. Yeah. No, they're still touring. In fact, give me a taste <laughs> of the hit before year. as we go out wait, tonight. They just, wait, damn. Wait, we have so much to cover. Hold on. Oh, a second. Okay. I'm right here, but you could we could actually watch Sister Hazel on they're, they're on tour right now. Live? Uh, yes, they're. Uh, let me see here. They're at, live at the Ludlow Garage in Cincinnati, Ohio. They're going to be uh, BB King Blues Club in New York. No, yeah. I know they're not coming to Philly because I looked it Joe's up a couple Garage of weeks ago. Joe's Garage on Mifflin. Yeah. So, before the, regarding the Triple Eve show, yes, 
we are still looking for prizes. Right. So if, if you want to contribute, you'll get promotional consideration. Correct. And we will reach you for giving us uh, giveaways, tickets, uh, product. And if there's anything... We'll have stuff, too. We'll have moonshine gift like certificate. Anything you want, call a company. Tell them that you're looking for donations for the Tony Bruno Show, and uh, we'll give them the same consideration. We'll have Omer Gang Beer again That's correct. Omer as Gang one beer of our sponsors. Yeah, they are sponsoring the Christmas EVV show. I should just call it Triple Eve. It sounds yeah, very sexy. It does. It's like it? E-V-O-O. Yeah. Um, and I hate Rachel Ray. <laughs> what else do we have to say? Oh, uh, Super Bowl. We are going to be there. In for Minnesota. The week. Minnesota with a lot of uh, blankets. and. Luigi will be. Gonna, you know what we need to get a deal with? You know what we need to get uh, deal North Face? North Face <laughs> or uh, what, DEI. No, what's it? What's Marmot. The other? I need like. Marmot. No, I need like. Uh, I, I need to get like. A, like a, REI. I need to get the. Casta- I need the Vortex. I need like. Pat- no, you need like Patagonia or something. Patagonia, like that. yeah. That's high end stuff, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm going to. It doesn't have to be that high I'm end. I'm going to slit a human being and just throw another human on me. I, that's exactly. what it's going to be for me, man. No, what's they, the good one? do that in Minnesota. I got the P code action going. I got to get a nice. I got to get a nice hat. I got a look. I got a good look I'm going to go for in Minnesota. Don't worry. It's not about the look. It's about the. I'm doing ice fishing. Well, yeah, we're going to do we're ice fishing. Ice fishing. Yep. A um, lot of lot of flannels, a lot of large prints. So yep. it's going to be like grumpy old men. Basically. Exactly. <laughs> you got it. Exactly. That's and what are the hot ones down? That's a Tony. Good morning. There's Puts. Columbia. Grumpy old men and one really bitchy woman. There's North so, Face. Well, that's grumpy old men. There's man. Down. There's Goose Down. Yeah, but those aren't companies. That's, that's company. the filler. Well, no, there's, uh, there is one. Uh, what is it? It's Goose, isn't it? Or yeah, something? Goose Down. Is there Goose, Goose Down no. is a heavy jacket. That's the yeah. fancy. Uh, it's okay, little... but I'm a big, you know, I, we, we've had like Columbia. Marker. We've had North Face. Right, there's Marker. Marker, Marmot. Marmot's really good. Heli Hansen. Heli Hansen. You have a Heli Hansen yeah, jacket Hansen. that you still wear that I got it's you true. years ago. It's about 15 years skiing. old. It's good stuff. We're outdoorsmen. I can brave the outdoors if I'm know, properly man. dressed. Yes, I can. I don't know if I can do it. Chris, when we went skiing up at Hunter Mountain in New York, did we not have cold weather gear? Oh, absolutely. That's why I tore up my ACL skiing up there. I don't have cold weather gear, Tony. We're going to have to get cold weather gear. This is my cold weather gear. We're going to have to get Tony Bruno embossed cold weather gear with name on it. Where are we going to get fitted for this kind of stuff? You don't get it fitted. You just say large. Foreman Mills. They got a couple starter jackets. The daughter... No, chalk line, Chris. A couple chalk, chalk lines. Jack. The, the daughter of the owner of Foreman Mills just got married at the museum. No way. One point. Was everything 50% off on the museum? wedding Did or you what? say the Mutter Museum? No, the, the Philadelphia Museum. Oh, of Art. oh, the Museum of Art. Philadelphia Museum of Art. 1.3. They, ha- they do hold weddings at the Tony, museum. I know. Yeah. 1.3. 1.3. That's, that's a lot of knockoff uh, what I said, but here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of Bobo Nikes. You're damn right it is, man. Now, do they sell there's authentic that, stuff in Fort Lauderdale? I think they still have. Okay, okay. a hell of a lot of Asante Samuel jerseys walking around. Yes, right there right is. Now. Bro. That's what it was. Yes, there is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking for a cold weather outfitter, which we will pr- uh, proudly wear all over Minnesota. Yes. We're gonna have to get some new boots. I used to have and all the gear. I have Not no boots. That, I have to buy boots. Uh, I have no we boots. need like some swag to give away because when we had swag. To give away in Dallas. Yes. We were giving them to all sorts of big Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Everybody comes on for swag. Yes. All these multi-millionaire people want a free Tony Bruno jacket. But we see that, like, we have people all over that say, that keep tweeting us going, I was just wearing your Tony Bruno whatever. That's Dean in Clearwater, though. No, no, That's no, what no. he sleeps in. That's all he wears. No, we had somebody else that just texted <laughs> us that, that your beanie yes. was all over, went all over the world and... 
Yeah. We'll, we'll go to uh, Foreman Mills and get a couple more of the Freddie Mitchell there t-shirts. Go. They still yeah, have. we got Freddie Mitchell. They still got a few of those there. Wow. I got my eyes on that Freddie Solomon pullover, buddy. <laughs> Freddie Solomon. Yes, man. You remember Freddie Solomon? Yeah, I remember oh, the wide man. receiver Freddie Solomon. I can't What's matter with you? Do, can you believe it's 930 already? No, we got to get off here. <laughs> we got to get out. Thank God. We got to shut it down. Thank God. I got to go to bed. I might sleep upstairs. You can sleep up I there. It's freezing you in may. the room. I don't we all, no, I sleep good there, man. I think I might. I might sleep. Okay. I might just crash. The bed's not made, though. I don't care. I can make Sorry. it. Or right. he can make it. I just bought new flannel sheets Problem for that solved. room, too. You did? I bought new flannel. See, there's your warm weather gear. That's right. <laughs> I do have. I have I have flannel sheets. I have bought king size, though. Did you see I the sheets I bought, Robin? No. You didn't see it? Oh, I, you, no, I did. I thought those were for that room. That's where they are, for the back room. They, only, they didn't have queen. They only had full and king. Well, we need full. Full is not a queen. That's a queen size bed. Full would have been better than King. King is way too big. All right, then Luigi sleeps on the crappy sheets. <laughs> oh, I can just go home. I disagree. I'd rather have the bigger one. You can tuck it under. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a big sheet guy, it's, man. You yeah. know, it's like... Why won't, a, why won't a king fit better on a queen than a full size? A full will actually fit on a queen. No, it's it, just won't. A little bit tight. Yes, it won't. No, it won't. It'll pull out. Sheets. That's one of those things in the middle of the night. You just get this big wrap around you. No, especially with flannel that stretches after the first wear. This isn't flannel, though. And this it's is not flat. This is I the first wear. It's comfortable. I can't cotton. believe we're talking about this when we really. I know. We got to go. We got to go. Let's get the hell out of here. Hello. You get sheets at Foreman Mills, too. You get anything there. I'm not buying my sheets at Foreman Mills. <laughs> <sighs> Stretch those bills. I, I got mine at BJ's today. Please make sure that you follow, share, 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 and download all the shows. Make sure all your tell your friends, friends, please. Tell your friends, and the podcast will be available sometime after midnight tonight. So technically tomorrow on all of your favorite podcast apps. You listen to them on the way to work. People do the next morning. Here's the thing: even if you've already listened to the show, please download it anyway, because that helps us with our download numbers. Then you can erase it after you listen. Yeah, you don't have to actually listen, but just download. You have to put it it in the cloud. (laughs) We're already in the clouds. We got Mr. Riddle down here. Enjoying oh the show. Lily was here earlier. She left. He's active. He's active. He's doing the kneading thing. We actually had a scare with Sir Lawrence. Yes, we th- he ate a plant. We thought he was going to die. He, had, yeah. he ate a... He ate a plant. We thought he was going to die. Plus, the street value on that plant was really yeah. upsetting. Exactly, yes. The devil's pothos. Uh, it's, it's a... People have them in all their homes. Yeah, They're like vine. Like the, you know the vine things? They're called the devil's vine or something. Yeah, and uh, devil's ivy. And it, um, it scared us because he ate almost an entire leaf. Exactly. In the meantime, be careful out there, right? Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, damn it. Don't text when you're riding your bike either, like the nitwit chick I saw today. Texting and riding a bike on Broad Street in Philadelphia. And don't forget, God bless America, because it's still a beautiful country. Have a great weekend, everybody, and fly, Eagles, fly. Take down those damn cowboys. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon.